that cop said we can just like bust people and stuff because we're like citizens. Yeah, cool. <laughs> we're citizens now. <laughs> Beware the long arm of Butthead. <laughs> yeah. Beware the long wiener of Beavis. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Till Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Yep. And you're on camera this time, and you're making faces at me, trying to get me to script the intro. I'm trying to show off the new game room. Yeah, he's got a Batman 66 back there. And this is episode 153, Clusterbuck 3, Three. Season of the Witch. Did anyone get that reference? No, I say to search for pinball. No, Season of the Witch, it matches the Halloween. Halloween, Halloween 3. 3. Come on, Season of the Witch. We do have some uh, famous friends and fans of the uh, group. I'm going to first bring up the one who just talked before, Mr. Franchi. Hello, Mr. Franchi. How are you today? Excellent. Sorry, I couldn't resist the trivia question. <laughs> uh, his co-host with him, Mr. Dr. Pin, I will call him, but I call him Mr. Pin because he really what? is the, the mister to the beautiful Mrs. Pin. My bad. Hello, man. Dr. Pin and Mrs. Pin. I think they Hello. There hey we guys. go. They forgot to unmute. Hi, Slam Tilt. Hello. We have uh, some other guy that does a podcast with you, Ron. Oh, my God. I don't know how he even puts up with you like I have. The incredible David Dennis, the no, guy who David. finished oh, in the top in- six in the trivia contest at Expo. First time. First time I've ever done that. There were a couple of a uh, couple of examples where I literally guessed and made my way through. But uh, you and Zach really killed it on that thing. But thank you for such a warm introduction. <laughs> I'm glad that I could uh, class the joint up here a bit. Uh, David, did you rent an office to do this? <laughs> I, actually, this is a Zoom background. This is a Zoom background. That's an incredible Zoom background. <laughs> it is. It's beautiful. Yeah, like a whole lot of nothing going on there. Oh, Perfect. Yes. All I have is a bunch of financial books back here and a lightsaber because I'm classy. Is the anti-Franchi room? Like <laughs> yeah. like Franchi's house is like a TGI Fridays of cool <laughs> pop culture shit. And yeah, yeah it's like a, a cluster book. Yeah, it's like a five-year-old threw up in his background. But baby Yoda back Fine. there. Baby Yoda back there and everything. I'm sure going through everybody. Who else we have on? We have Zach, our yep. world famous Zach. David Dennis will be coming on eventually. I, 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 no, David Dennis, he is here. The other David. The Dennis, uh, Dennis Kreese will be coming on. We have the Pinball Princess. Yo. Yo. That's all? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hi. We're competing for shortest better. intro. Yes. I know. And we have we have somebody we competed against, Ron. We d- Oh, yes. That is, that, is, that is correct. Yell out, Mr. Computer. I want to hear how he loves the... He's actually, he has, I've been listening to their podcast more and more lately. I have a little bit, you know, I have so much free time now. I listen to every freaking podcast, but theirs has really grabbed me to lose the, the loser kid pinball podcast. Where's it grabbed you? Uh, everywhere it can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One only came on so far, so I'm a little disappointed with that. Well, you got Scott. Uh, I texted Josh, and he's going to be coming on a little later. But okay. yes, you get one half. You get the co-host, not the, the host. Better half. So. No, we get the better half because the yeah. co-host is always better than the host. <laughs> I don't have to do the editing, so it's easier. Mm. <laughs> Never do it. Never will. Never done it. 
anybody else we have missed so far? Anybody else we have missed? Yeah. Introductions with. Uh, it sounded wrong, but I guess it's right. It is right. <laughs> it sounded wrong. It, yeah, just... Uh, just say the weirdest anyone else we have missed. Is that correct? Okay. Never mind. Hello. See, you notice how he tries to make me look bad and... You just talk weird. No one talks like... No one makes these expressions you do. It's Bruceisms. Yes, they, they are Bruceisms. So, everyone, what do you want to talk about in pinball today? Guns and Roses. I want to Play talk about pooling uh, and Punny chipping. Factory. Talk oh. about Punny Factory. Punny Factory. Punny Factory rocks. That barely qualifies as pinball. <laughs> I want to talk about what Steve Ritchie is doing. Led Zeppelin. Did you guys see the hair? Yep, the hair was awesome. Yeah. Well, let's oh. go over to issues with JJP Playfields. Well, how about Stern Playfields? Ain't much better than what I've seen. How about my Gottlieb playfield from uh, 1982? Well, it's Gottlieb. They didn't care. (laughs) Didn't care at all. God. But uh, has everyone looked on Pinside for the big chip? Is that the call? Is that what the thread's called? The big chip. The The Guns N' Roses with a probably about three quarters of an inch to three quarters of an inch chip right on the playfield. Yeah, it's not too good. Don't we need to come up with like a term for this? Like a, it's got to be better than Chip Gate or the, the Playfield Affair. We need some sort of scandal name. Murko sucks. <laughs> I think that's pretty simple. So wait a minute. So it's Murko does their Playfields? Yes. So wouldn't it just be the Murko Affair? Well, how many of them? That's had? a good one. That's a good. They've one. had many of issues. This is now the third JJP pinball machine or fourth that have had issues. I think they started with Pirates. I thought it started with Dialed In. Mm, my Dialed In is just fine. You would know that, Bruce. It's the greatest game ever. Greatest theme, anyway. Greatest theme. <laughs> What's the story with Stern? So does Stern st- have a different playfield manufacturer than JJP? They actually have, I think, two right now. Ooh. And who are they, Mr. Inside? I know one, but unfortunately, I still have... Contacts? You can't yeah. give them up? Okay. I cannot I give gotcha. them up. But I, I do know one, and I still know the person who works there. I cannot confirm nor deny. I cannot it's not Mirko. No, no, no. Okay, okay. During I, that Jack Danger video where they did the tour, weren't they manufacturing some of them in-house? That's what I thought. They were, but uh, I don't think they were getting the quality that they expected. And I didn't think they had the the time resources at the time. You know, they it, play fields are tricky and now they're they're doing direct to direct play fields with uh inkjet it's a little little more fun but unfortunately i know the manufacturer the one company who makes the machines for them and they're not that great (laughs) and that's all i'm going to say about that is it an issue that they just print them clear coat them and like five minutes later just start pounding components into them possibly yeah i think they get a couple days at least out of it there's a couple maybe up to two weeks that they're sitting on those racks. Should it be longer? Who knows? Now, is this a problem with just pinball in general, where the velocity of the ball and the flipper strength has actually increased dramatically? So I'm, I've always thought if I play a 90s game, it seems kind of slow and floaty. But if you, if you play a, a new game, it just seems to be you know, rocket shipping across the play field. So I don't know if that increased velocity actually has an impact, especially when you get air balls and hitting posts. And you saw Ryan C's 
picture where I had the post that was gone by Slash's head, and I was just wondering if that's something that could be going on. Yeah. I don't know what 90s games that you, you played. If you play my Johnny Mnemonic, you will find it's faster than any CERN I have. Yeah, my AFM is smoking. Zach had mentioned that one truly, right, Zach? It's too fast. <laughs> it is too fast. It, it, it's literally, it, actually, that is tearing itself apart, but the playfield's still okay. Yeah. But everything I, except the ink is, is ripping apart. <laughs> yeah, that thing is, the, that AFM is the fastest. It's faster than brand new... Uh, Chicago I, I always thought it was interesting that how many how many companies use the Williams Flipper Mech now? You have Chicago Gaming, you have JJP, JJP you have TNA, uh, TNA, I was going to say Spooky, mm-hmm. and there's another one. American uses it. They all but use JJP doesn't use it the right way. Well, they, well, they, they all it. use the WPC Williams Flipper Mech, but none of them feel like WPC Williams Flippers ever, which is kind of weird. But uh, as far as back to what Scott said about speed, I mean, I, th- I think a properly maintained Williams game is as fast as any Stern. So when I see some of the streams, I don't know. The Guns N' Roses I've seen were kind of, they seem floaty to me. Very. Yeah. That's just that's just compared to what I'm used to. Well, Zach's actually played one. So, Zach, what do you think? I mean, it played the exact same way that a stocked out in place, I have to say. No, bad. Okay, I understand. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> floaty. The flippers are weak. All the left shots feel weird. You know that sort of thing. It has the same like left orbit and left ramp placement as dialed in too. So it's like it's really noticeable. Like it's definitely not a speed demon. I have found with Jersey Jack at least. Well, the one I own, I had to crank it all the way up, like a, a maximum pitch, and then crank up the flipper power to almost max, and then it plays good to me. But that's a preference. Do you think rather than the gameplay itself that it really comes down to manufacturing process? Like, are they over-torquing posts? It's just, I think it's as simple as it's just the different clear coat. The diamond plate had all the toxic stuff you can't use anymore in it, and it worked yep. better. It's just, I yeah. think it literally is as simple as that. Literally, literally just the things. more poison you pour mm-hmm. into the clear coat, the better the clear coat is. Well, also, I, I, they could use they could use a probably better clear coat, but I think it would be cost prohibitive. It would probably cost way more and take longer, and they just they're not going to do that. Any, any chance they can contact Deeproot on their manufacturing abilities and their hammer test? Deeproot is happy to license their innovations. That's to true. Manufacturers have made a playfield yet. Where's the pin bar? Oh, <laughs> I forgot. We don't want. Don't mention Deep Root around Scott. He might go crazy. That was. That was. I never heard him go that crazy on a podcast before. Oh yeah, I know. That was actually really. Good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the playfield doesn't come chipped, but it does come pre-dimpled. All playfields dimple, though. That's the funny thing. Everyone, oh, Williams don't dimple. Bullshit. My AFM is dimpled, so it doesn't look like it's dimpled. It's so dimpled, it's a crater. Yes. I talked to somebody about um, th- this whole thing, and they're like, they were a wood person. They said that you used to be able to treat the wood with formaldehyde or something, and they don't allow that anymore. And that's something that hardened the wood that would uh, also prevent a lot of these problems. Not the chipping, obviously, but the dimpling and whatnot. Plus, also the ink that they're using now is not good with formaldehyde based stuff because it is so eco-friendly or trying to become eco-friendly that actually does have chemical problems where where they mix and then they put the clear over it we've actually seen on other products that we used to do uh it would actually haze very badly interesting thing is i went to an expo seminar with uh, pat lawler back in the 
mid-2000s. So this would have been when he was at Stern. Well, you, you are old. Yeah, thank you. And someone asked about, even then, they were asking about playfield quality, comparing Stern to like the Williams playfields. And what Pat Lawler said was that the wood that is used now, the wood that Williams used for their playfields was like the highest hardness level that you could use. I don't know what the uh, <laughs> unit of measure is there, but there, there is some kind of scale. And they use like above furniture grade quality wood for their, their play fields. And he was seemed to say that like Stern doesn't do that and you can't even do really do that anymore. Like it's not even available what they, they used to use. And that that's just the wood. That's that's even I'm not even talking about clear coat, just the hardness of the wood itself. The layers are different though between Oh, I can tell you and they they changed they used to use was it seven layer ply? Yes. And then they went to nine-layer ply, which somehow is worse. I'm not a wood expert, but I guess that's not as good or something. At least that's what I've been told. Like when I had my T3, if you pulled the play field out and you looked at the plies on it and you pulled out, say, um, said pulled out. Oh, if I, said pull out. If I pull out Dirty Harry or one of my Williams games, <laughs> the cross-section looked the same. Like seven-layer ply, they looked almost exactly the same, the wood. And if you take out like my Deadpool, it looks totally different. So they've totally changed the way the playfields are made. That's another thing. Like we we talk, what one of our gimmicks was uh, check your out hole. Like yes, the first year was... of the podcast, if you notice, like uh, <laughs> Bruce's little uh, Lord of the Rings over there, made in what two thousand three. I'm sure if you look at the out hole to that, it has nowhere, and that None. game's been played a shit ton. Shit ton. If you go, yeah, just check your out hole. There, yeah, check your out hole. Just just check base right in there. If, if yeah. you go. If you will find, I don't know, a Deadpool or Batman. something that's been on My location, Batman. or Batman, or something that's been on My location for like a year, you're going to see where in the outhole area. Yep, it's, so it's just, yeah. I'm looking right at it right now. Uh, my Batman is chipped right at the outhole. Yeah. Are the manufacturers, I know some of them are like around posts and things are putting less artwork, almost anticipating it to like, to basically chip. It seems like not even anticipating, like it seems to help somehow. You know, like not having art. Everyone except JJP now is putting no art around the posts. Yep, that I've seen. They do pool. I think the the crushing of the you know I think if it's going direct the wood or wood coloring is less stress than having art on it. It's just the weaker bond is the ink. And so it has to bond to the, the ink. So you're screwed. Well, how there. about spooky? They don't seem to have these. Well, except for my TNA, of course, which has chipping around almost every post. But um, <laughs> well, like Alice Cooper, there's no art around the posts. Yeah, yeah, they got away from it. So, given where we are right now with with the playfields as they are, you know, hopefully they come up with a fix. But do you guys think that when you get a new inbox game, you should just immediately put washers around the posts or do something to help prevent this from being an issue moving forward? Is that like our new normal? If you guys don't say that effing word, <laughs> don't say that new normal crap word. I hate <laughs> like, that word. <laughs> even, even, but even okay, if you don't the, see the uh, pooling or chipping, does it drastically yeah. affect the player? Is purely cosmetic. I mean, that's that's kind of the question. Is there's if I buy a car, there's going to be natural wear and tear. You know, there's going to be scratches and scrapes. But chipping around the post, I guess if it's small, I don't really care. If it takes a ten inch strip of my playfield, then I care. Yeah, I got pooling around the Batman right here. I can show you. It's pooling around the bottom lower post. Do I care? No. It's a play. It's a pinball machine. So when it, it takes chips. away beautiful Chris Franchi's art, that's when I'll get pissed. 
but <laughs> if you see a chip there, what would you do, Bruce, to to fix that? Would you put a washer over it, or would you cl- re-clear it? I'll try to actually clear it with uh, just a small heat, you know, try to bond it and clear it to the wood that's underneath, and live with it for a while, and then deal with it afterwards. Mm-hmm. The, I would try to prevent the chipping to get worse. Yeah, that's that's all I could do with my TNA. I put um, yeah. the large clear fender washers, like the kind you would usually use to protect plastics. I have them under the posts. But it's hideous looking. Well, when it happens, yes. And no, afterwards even, the fix is not even appealing. And when, when a manufacturer like JJP, where you spend $9,500 or $9,750. No, no, $9,500. You guys say it like that. It sounds better. 9000 And you get in the... You know, when you complain about your chipping and they send you these washers, that's kind of like a F you to you almost. Like, well, this is like yourself. buying a Porsche and spending all the money on a Porsche. <laughs> yeah. And getting like, uh, I don't know, a Kia instead. Hey, I own two Kias. Stop <laughs> it. I, I don't know. I love it. Don't get me wrong. But if the Gremlin, I, that, that I'll approve is of. not the same as a Porsche price tag is all I'm saying there. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I just think that this is it. I, like – Especially knowing we ordered a Guns N' Roses and now I'm I'm like sitting here going, what the fuck? I'm not going to deal with that. Like, are you kidding me? No, I mean, we have some pooling under a post in Wonka. And how does uh, that make you feel? I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, it, 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 yeah. if, if I have to put a washer around it or I have to re-clear it, you know, I will. But I've been keeping an eye on it. And so far, I haven't seen anything. I mean, and we play the shit out of that game. So it's not like we don't use it. But at the same time, you you spend twice as much on a JJP game. You expect better quality, in my opinion. I mean, just like a Porsche. And listen, if the fix is that I have to get a new po- a new playfield that I have to repopulate, f that. That no. is way too much work. No, what you have to yeah. do is when you get a new inbox game, you need to immediately shop it, take all the components off, put all your, <laughs> get right. it recleared, then th- no, <laughs> then put all the washers on, and then you're all set. But hey, no, if, it sounds like we're getting to them. IKEA. IKEA level where they ship you everything and you assemble it yourself but no directions and then you have to do it yourself and there's no fucking directions and your husband you know tries but I do my best his hands hands let's face it the bar is pretty small (laughs) as mine are so really who ends up doing the work (laughs) but the problem is this if you take off the post what if you do more damage when you're taking off the post because it grabs the it grabs the clear and pulls it off now Oh, great. Now I've done more damage for trying to prevent damage. Why aren't they just making these things right? I just don't understand. I mean, I guess this is like the plight of America these days, but like, why why aren't they just making, doing a better job making these things just because of cost Cost. and the bottom line? Cost. I think the market has changed, right? Like years ago, it was an operator's market. So what if it chipped because you were going to get rid of the thing in 24 months and then the next guy can work. They still didn't ship though. Yeah, they didn't ship though. It's like back then they didn't care. WPCs with chips around the post or anything. My yeah, I would say that there's probably a different with the manufacturers, but I mean, how many of those have just all ended up in a dumpster and we don't even know? And it's just the survivors that have survived. Now, wait a sec. I have another question that we'll bring up. What about now the older games that had the wider posts? Is that spreading out the pressure when these guys are screwing What do you mean the wider posts? posts? Like, you know, the old Bally and Williams posts that are, you know... They still use those. Well, I know Jersey Jack uses those. On my dialed in, they're used. Okay. The posts on the slingshots of my uh, Jurassic Park are the larger star posts. Okay, they are. Because I have on the Batman, I have the smaller ones. That was one of the original arguments. Like, oh, no, but I can tell you on my TNA, the shipping around the posts, they're all the wider posts, every one okay. of them. 
So, so girth doesn't necessarily help. Oh, my. Always. oh yes, it does. <laughs> 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 I love it, Ben. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> wait a sec, wait a sec. I didn't hear Mr. Dr. Pin bragging there after that. <laughs> I don't need you. My wife did it for me. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I think especially in, like, right now for Stern – your chances of getting pooling, chipping are, are going to be increased because of the way they're just cranking out the games. They're, they're, if you believe what Gary Stern said, they're 5,000 games behind. Excuse me, 5,300 now? Oh, oh. Are any of the new Sterns having pooling issues, though? Like, uh, they have to, yeah, to try to address it. Yeah, in that, in that same pin side thread, there was a pictures of uh, Avengers. Yeah, One, like, the entire be- side rail looked like it had major, like, chipping. It was so, like, whoa, okay. It's it's even beyond what you would say, like, oh, come on, quit complaining, just put a washer over. No, this was just like, damn, dude, you you got like a lemon or something. It was like the guide. The quality control too. I mean, like, how are these getting out of the factory? Is my question. Like, is nobody looking at them to say, hey, oh, oh, wow, that machine is completely, you know, jacked to shit. Well, there's some rumors that it happens after the fact, right? Yeah, Isn't it, it depends on when it develops. I mean, if it looks fine when you're there and it happens later, like my TNA when I first got it looked absolutely fine. And how many I test plays do you want the factory doing on your game before you get your new in-box game? Yeah. You know, do you want to have 200 plays in dirt everywhere when you get it, but no pooling? Like, that's going to be annoying, too. Yeah. We have thoroughly tested your game, hence the craters on your play field. Enjoy. <laughs> it has been thoroughly <laughs> vetted. I, I, suspect, I suspect whether or not they're all Enjoy. actually tested. Uh, when Jeff Rivera got his, um, his Ghostbusters LE, like, you couldn't even fit the ball into the scoop. Yeah. Like and that that's really how bad it was. He's like, there's zero chance that they actually tested this. They may have said they tested it, but it was probably a rubber stamp that they moved on. Well, it also, I'll say, just for being in the IT field, it depends on the tech. It depends who does it on the line. I'm sure they have people at Stern on the line who are kick ass and catch every issue. And then they have people who don't. You know, it's it's that it's that simple. It's it's the same thing. Like when we work with vendors, my, my job, say you get a certain tech works with you on a project, kicks ass like we're going to work with that company again. And the next time you work with them, like, oh, we can't get the same tech. You're going to get this other person and they suck. It, it all depends who's on the line and who's looking at it. I mean, I have my TNA. I had to do more adjustments on that than any other new inbox game I've ever purchased and when you look at it, it's like, well, what kind of adjustments? There's nothing on the pl- – I had to adjust every single stand-up I had to adjust because they wouldn't register correctly, every single one of them. I had to adjust so much on that game to get it working right. Dennis, mute your stand microphone when you're sitting there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I must have switched the audio when I plugged things in. I thought we were still on my uh... – Yeti, let me fix it. I apologize. No, no, but Dennis Creasel uh, has now joined us, so now we have the bond, the bonding of Zach and Dennis. Oh Jesus! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dennis joins us from uh, this week in pinball. Uh, not this week. What did they call their new show? You were, you were, you were wrong. Yes, I know. I was stating it right off the bat. As soon as I said, it, I was like, "Fuck!" Like eclectic gamers, and also he is on the TPN. Main show? What do they call uh, that show now? The pinball. We just call it the pinball. The show. pinball show. Yes. It's not the super awesome pinball show. It's just no. it's just a regular. Yes. Pinball. No. There's nothing nothing awesome about it. So. It's not super awesome because Zach's always singing. Oh God, <laughs> he can't sing. 
He did again today, too. Oh, Oh. I'm so sorry. Look at poor Dennis. He looks defeated. Was it a really (laughs) bad episode? It's been a lot. It's been a Yeah, I was like, oh, God, you guys have webcams on. I've fucking look like you don't have to have it on if you don't want to <laughs> well it, the, the the public won't see it so it'll be all right he's drinking his dew to keep hey, it he's slamming that dew slamming yeah, the dew sorry all right so i should be back on the real microphone so i should yeah, sound better sound than good. through the yeah it was because i plugged in the webcam look what it Zach has done to this poor man he looks know, absolutely he defeated, defeated. what happened was it like a Dennis, i think you look great was it a twenty-minute market trend segment? Or what happened to you? <laughs> bye, bye, bye! Sell, sell, sell! Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. I just realized he looks a little George Clooney-ish. Yeah. That's true. That's true. No, we we had to it's touch on the, on the clear coats. We had to touch on the clear coat issue. Oh, great! No. That's yeah, what we're, we're talking, talking about. Oh, isn't that great? What what what? What's your view, Dennis? Is, are people overreacting? Is there a problem? No, I it, obviously it's a it's. It's a defect because it used to not be a problem. And so now that people are experiencing this, I completely sympathize. I think whether or not it's an overreaction just comes down to how much it bothers you. I would never go out and tell someone, don't buy a new game because the clear coat is pooling. If you can live with that and enjoy the game, then go forth and, and multiply and buy what you want. Uh, but if it does bother you, I would I would suggest not buying versus just going through and trying to do all these playfield swaps. You'll just be miserable. Yeah. Well, I mean, my Tron, it has it has chipping actually in the pop bumper area, which I noticed when I did a a, a teardown with the Rams. And that's from that was like a first run you know, Tron Pro from what, like 2011? Really? They, they didn't have Mylar in that, in the pop-up area? Yeah, that surprises area? me. No, it's it's around the posts. So there's like the Zeus stand-up target. And around those sort of posts that have been screwed down, there's, there's playfield chipping around there. And I mean, I just don't ever talk about it and nobody ever notices. Hmm. But it's there. I mean, you know, now... You know, what did somebody pay originally for a Tron Pro, like $3,500 US? Well, now you're paying a, for a Pro almost $6,000 and you're having more of these kind of issues. Because they've swam up, you know, stream in the market, people are now demanding more, right? They demand better clear coats and they demand better art like Chris Franchi and they demand better things like that. And when you do that, now you're playing in a different area where you have to deal with the issues that come from that. It's no longer just a random person who enjoys pinball that's buying the machine. It's like the fancy family that needs a fancy toy for their fancy game room. And, you know, there's no scratches in that game room. Well, it's also a COVID world. Everyone's buying them for their home. It's not like location pinball. I I don't know. I'm I'm just wondering if they would really do anything. How many people actually complain because basically, if you complain loud enough, they just send you a playfield. And for them, that would probably still be cheaper than trying to change the playfield, how they do the playfields, how they do the clear coat. It would, it's probably still cheaper just to, if you complain enough, yeah, here's a playfield. Yeah, if it's less than 1% of the people that complain, like, who cares? Yeah, I mean, you can't go by what you read on Pinside because that's just the very... The bitches. Yeah, well, <laughs> a very vocal uh, crew there. Uh, you know, some people just don't care. You know, is it going to hurt me? Like, if I sell TNA, well, yeah, because there's chipping. I'm going to have to bring it up. Like, hey, look, chipping, but still plays great. I don't think the average uh, home buyer, the non-hardcore collector, notices this. 
I I think that you know I don't care how immaculate their uh, their game room is. I don't think they know any better to think. Oh, this maybe this clear shouldn't be pulling up around this post. I don't think they think about it that way. I do think the manufacturers are trying to solve it, but I'm not sure it's a priority to solve. I think that's where you see the experimentation of hey, let's recede the art away from the posts and see if that stops the chipping sort of stuff. And and uh, that long term, they would rather not have the reputation of having shit quality, but I don't think it's impacting their sales enough that it's a, well, you know, all hands on deck. We got to solve the the mystery of Cleargate. Cleargate. Well, what about JJP? I mean, you have the company that their whole gimmick is high end. You know, we we make the high end shit. Not, we're not stern. We we make you know the most feature pack games imaginable, and we have the issue. Is it more of a problem? They've never admitted the issue. Yeah, they, they they've done the least to try to address it yes. of any of them too. Like, at least with Stern, you can see if they're trying things, even if it's not working. This is what we can tell for Jersey Jack. Like, they're using the same playfee manufacturer. They're not changing the art. They're having the same exact issue on the next game. Yeah, that's real shitty. <laughs> and then, like Stern, <laughs> often they'll send you a fully populated playfield for you to swap out. Jersey Jack, you're lucky if they send you a blank playfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck give you that. Sorry. So when they talk about like guide rails, right? Like they've they've shown those in like Deadpool and a few others that they're either over torqued down and they and yeah. they they draw a whole line they dig a dig in, and a lot of people just say, well, why don't they just put a couple of friggin' washers under there? Is there a reason why they don't do that? Does it change the geometry? Is it? I mean, I I know some collectors they actually it's like probably also cost get the I new mean, game they tear it down they put the washers under the guide rails specifically to protect this and the game seems to work fine. As far as I've seen, it's probably cost. Think about it. How many washers per how many games? Yeah, but a washer is like a a cent. Yeah, but guess what? When you put in how many guide rails are on a game, and you put multiply that by how many washers are needed, and how many even if you need two hundred washers, that's two bucks. Gary Stern has been known to take out stuff that is four dollars per game. Well, two dollars per game is not four dollars per game. Poor Brian Eddie. Yeah, Bruce, do the math. Putting a washer, <laughs> putting a washer on each post also is labor intensive. Yes, I mean, it's it takes not just time. buying it, and th- that has to double the time as opposed to just drilling that sucker in. And what happens if you get the bad tech and they put them all in except one? And like, oh, you missed a washer. You're going to take that off? Nah, just just let it go. Well, you could just determine which posts are most visible because you know there's a lot of posts that you can't see once it's fully populated, uh, like the sling posts. You know are very you know obviously visible, and and uh, and why don't they just make clear plastic washers and that way people wouldn't bitch about it looking ugly because the art would show through. Well, they and... they do have though. I, that's what I have on my TNA. They're just Lexin washers that you typically use to protect plastics. But they're like on the top side. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. But they're perfect for that actually because they're just a little bit bigger than the bottom of the post. And you put them underneath, you can still see the art. But I mean, you got to on TNA. It's easy because it's TNA. It's easy to take apart. I have to imagine on other games, it's probably pain in the ass to take apart. Cost wise, yeah. though, also like, what's the intangible cost of the bad PR from this happening over and over and over again? If one person doesn't buy a game because of this, that's a huge loss. That's that's thousands of, of dollars. Well, for Stern, judging by the fact they literally can't keep up with the demand, I would say not much currently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. What no, was the uh, was the what was the interview with WGN? Would Gary say that they're five thousand orders yeah. behind? Yep. Yeah. It's five thousand three hundred actually, Dennis Kriesel. I respect your precision. 
yeah. <laughs> it was actually Bruce's. I was just I was actually, and I was going by uh, Ed Robertson. Ed Robertson said that. Oh snap! I love that. Snap. I respect your precision. I got to write that one down. That's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Bruceisms. I like that. That's a T-shirt. Yes. All right. One of doom and gloom. What can they do to fix this problem, Bruce? Or should they even bother? Does it matter? Oh, they have to fix the problem. But they do they until the out until the outcry gets so loud. But it's not going to if it's just been so. Well, no, the problem is going to be this. This is how it's going to have to be fixed. When they have another bad game go down the line, that doesn't sell much. The problem with Stern is they have so many catalog games that they can actually use. Like, say if Stranger Things, we all know that's kind of a turd. But they had so many other games behind it that they can resell and do stuff and keep the line going. That's all the Gary's worried about, keeping the line going. It has to be where... A game has bad quality and doesn't sell before they really will address it because that's when it's going to hurt their bottom line. Until it hurts their bottom line, business as usual. We'll take the one or two hits and just go with it. Yeah, but I mean, what what part of that is is that it's more than just the clear coat. It's more than just the the you know need for washers. It's the art. It's the game itself and how it plays. Like, at what point is 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 it going to be enough for just a really great game to need to be like better quality? Wait a second. Now, hold on. You knew there was pooling. Mrs. Po- I'm going to go right after you now. You knew you had pooling under Wonka. And what did Dude. you do right after that? Mm-hmm. You, you, purchased well, the, you purchased another pin from JJP. Listen, what dude, does that tell you? I I'm just down the stadium vouch, No, uh, but I cannot vouch for my husband's decision. And really, like, <laughs> happy, happy wife, happy life is a thing for sure. But there needs to be like a little rhyme for husbands being happy too, and and that's like for real, right? So, but, okay, so why didn't he? Why did he make that decision? First, he got me drunk on um, blue raspberry Smirnoff slushies, you and go, go. Um, then we purchased <laughs> Guns N' Roses. Okay, that's but, how that but, went but, down. But do that's you see? You're, but you're, you're bringing up the point of yeah. like you know, hey, one's going to change, but you're inhibiting the the problem. You're saying, oh, not- it's okay. Yes, yes. I'm not saying it's okay, but I was also not the propagator of the purchases. <laughs> and so I, while I did not necessarily argue against it, I also did not f- argue for it as well. I was Switzerland in the JJP purchase. Yeah. That's, that's, that's also like my second child. So Dr. Yes, Pin, See? No, Dr. Pin, what do you feel? I was honestly just getting a coffee, and I came down to uh, to this. So what did I miss? He saw Guns N' Roses and said, "Multiball, yes, buy it now." Yes, we were talking yes. about we were talking about you guys have pooling on Wonka. Yeah, but it's and very minimal. It is minimal. The, it's on I one know, post. You know, there's a problem with that, right? And you still bought another JJP. So are you, en- you are you encouraging the problem? Yeah, in a way, for sure. Yeah, I mean, if people keep buying these games, you know, they're not going to be pressed to fix it. But at the same time, for me, like I said, it's not a huge issue. It's not like I'm not going to buy the game because there's pooling around a post because I know how to fix it. You know, obviously, if it was shredding up the play field, I would I would think twice. And if the game itself was like a hot fucking mess. I would bust a cap in somebody at JJP. I mean, don't get me on the phone with somebody from Comcast or Time Warner Cable who who is is like incompetent because it's scary. I will seriously throw shit down. 
It's true. Poor, so, poor Jen at uh, JJP's likes going, I hope that never happens. We would like one with Slash's signature, please. A complimentary hat. All of that. All of that jazz. Yeah, that guy who got that one game. That's going to be pretty cool, huh? Heck yeah. Oh, the standard. Yeah, he signed a standard. So some yep. random person gets a standard with Slash's signature. It Did seems ever- like the- so cool. Go ahead, Jack. Oh. Uh, the random packing is almost like a standard. Like there was the signed katana yep. on one of the Deadpool's and stuff. Like almost every game now, there's some random guy who gets like a a giant loot package with this game. Did we ever find out who got Spooky's two thousandth? You know, extra stuff in his game. Two thousandth extra stuff. He, he they made a two thousand two thousandth game of uh, Spooky's production, and they threw oh. they said a bunch of stuff and. Nobody ever heard anything like who got it. So I was just I wondering love, if like, just like some random operator just like gets that. Just like, what's <laughs> yeah. this? What's that? So when you know. say a bunch of stuff, you mean like a pack of cigarettes and shit? Or Maybe. What? They didn't say. They, their exact pass. wording was like a bunch of um, memorabilia and stuff. So, so Jersey Jack like contact Mirko at some point and say, guys, need to do better. Well, Mirko publicly when they had their issues with Quicksilver and other stuff. They kind of like blew everyone off. Like, this is what it is. You got to deal with it if you want our product. I, I mean, are they the only it. people out there who do this? That's the question. Like, is this like a monopoly situation where no. there's, there just aren't any other companies who do it? No, this thing's no, turned no. to different different companies. But but also, you, I mean, you've seen this issue on Stearns, too, or like recent Stearns have had similar problems. So it's not. They've all had Marco. issues. Bring back yeah. the chemicals. Get some get some good hazmat suits <laughs> to put those down. I'm not kidding. We're all wearing masks anyway. Right? I know. Yeah, right? no, the, the first with the clear and the art chip that I was aware of was actually spooky with about 100 of their TNA run. Yes. Yes. Uh, Accounted for. Thank you. Thank you. No, you were, I, oh, I, yes. I'm later than, I'm later than that. Cause I, I learned about it when Lucky. I, when I was buying, I was like, they're saying they were giving out washers and I'm like, do I need one? And they wouldn't. And spooky never has publicly confirmed which ones were bad. People finally figured it out that you can tell by where the art was printed. But, uh, because uh, on the later runs like mine, they receded the art away from all the posts. I have bare wood there. Do you um, think it's usually the machines that are kind of the first off the line that have this issue because they haven't had enough time to cure, or is it even later manufacturers? I don't think it's cure issue, but I I I, 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 I don't really understand clear. Let me th- let me throw this out, and this is stolen from Nick Baldridge, who's who's you know quite brilliant and and much in the way of pinball. What about the idea of abandoning clear and going back to lacquer? Uh, some states will not allow it. California will definitely shoot that right down on you. Okay. If it's manufactured there or you just no, can't own it. Sold. Sold. In, I'm just uh, waiting th- for Jersey Jack to start licensing from Haggis instead. Yeah. <laughs> mm. No, in certain states, you cannot sell products that actually have lacquer in it. There's now three states. Oh, is it because of and the volatile was- organic compounds yes, in it? Okay. Exactly. It makes, it makes sense. I hadn't thought about that. Good point. That's the problem. You, I, I, on, in right now in the state of California, they cannot develop commercial film anymore. So processors and that kind of stuff for film cannot they be processed in California. Oh yeah, yes. Do people film. still use film? Oh yeah. <laughs> I hate to say, but yes, they do. What's Trust that the man. He's room? from Rochester. Yes, I'm from Rochester, home of the. But uh, what's that red room? What did, what are they doing in that red room? Did you see that post? Oh yeah, I've seen that on the internet. That's yeah. That's, 
Yeah, no. That's classic. Yeah, there is. Uh, but why, why don't you explain that, Bruce? What do you mean? In uh, what's the show that we're talking about? Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Stranger yep. Things. They have the people were developing film, and they have a red light in the room. Oh my! Oh, and uh, that was to actually see what you're doing when you're developing, so it doesn't overexpose onto the negative of the film and processing the film. And people on the internet are going, "Why are they in a red room?" <laughs> <laughs> well, not old people like like you. No, not old people. Millennials. Let's just go Honestly, right there. Hey, I know I'm a millennial and I know what a dark room is, but to be fair, I took film photography in high school. So I went through the whole process of mm-hmm. trying to unload film in that stupid dark bag where you have to do it by feel. Uh, uh, yeah. Huge pain in the fun. ass. Holy crap. Pull on the is. film out of the canister and wrapping it around that metal spool. Oh my <laughs> god. So it, and I have like no dexterity, so it was yeah. a nightmare. And it exactly. can't touch because if it touches, you'll ruin the negative. Zach, you know what a red room is, also, right? For development, I, I do, but my school had costed out having f- film classes, so yeah, that's depressing. You. Yeah, when I went to school, yeah, we we had film. Like if we saw, if us little kids got to watch anything, you had to bring the projector in and actually put the reel on and all that. Because I'm old, man, you're old. Yeah, okay, <laughs> man, and I thought I was old for seeing trip? a laser disc in the wild. I love laser discs. Remember yeah, in my, in my uh, elementary school, fifth grade science class, we watched some series about surviving on a desert island or something. I don't really remember what it was, but it was on Laserdisc. Bruce, remember when the hot That's school technology was when they invented a film strip that would turn itself? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you always wanted to be that guy. <laughs> Beep. Hit the button. Beep. <laughs> Please change your film when you're doing when you hear it. Yes, I know. I think we've beaten to death the whole clear coat thing here. Well, here, I gotta, here's this. I do have a solution for this. Oh, I you think. have a solution. Um, if the yeah, if if the problem is is that everybody can't keep their hands off the new shiny, all we need is a couple of dud licenses and a few more Brian Eddie games, and then yeah, nobody will buy. Nobody will buy, and then they'll go. We might need to take a look at this. The yeah, opinions expressed by Christopher Franchi may not reflect those of the Slam Tail Podcast. <laughs> okay, we're going to each have a vote on this. A vote? Oh, goody. When, yes, yeah, here we go. When will be the first pinball show that people will be fully allowed to go to? Masks what do you mean, or what no? do you mean by fully? Yes, uh, by. Mask or okay. Over 75% capacity. Oh. When do you feel that will happen? Not next year. 2030? 2030. It's going to (laughs) happen? I'll go with Scott. 2022. Something in 2022. I'll I'll say Texas Pinball Festival 2022. That's what I would go with, too, yeah. Are they going to survive, though? They already said if they cancel again, they already have the dates for the next year. He already said that. But wow. will they survive? That's going to be the big thing. Have you seen Ed's Facebook page? He's surviving just fine. <laughs> He's floating in inner tubes out in the Gulf of Mexico. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I've talked to Ed. He's he's very much going to do it in 2022 if it doesn't happen next year. Yep. My vote is Pinberg. I think Pinberg will happen with at least 75% capacity. And in 2022? Mass. Yeah, I think so. 2022. 2022, okay. Not this summer, next summer. That's pretty far out. I'm, my vote's for uh, TPF as well. This year, you think it's going to yes. happen? 
no, no, 2022. Uh, sorry. Okay. I'm being going to be really hopeful, and I'm going to hope 2021 New York. Yeah. Oh, very good because it's so he's small. Going one year from t- he's going one year today. But okay. then everyone's going to go there, and it's and then EMs will have a comeback. We didn't say it was going to be a good idea. I said it might happen. Okay. Uh, anybody else? I'll vote Expo 2021. Okay. So yes. that's in the fall, right? It yes. is. I but think Expo back, is so I, big. It's a year. It yeah, is, you, you Americans are all risk takers. That, that's the thing. The uh, there will not be another. There will not be another major shutdown ever at any state level. There's no will for it. Uh, oh, vaccine, you don't vac- know the state unless uh, you're in New I'm, York. I, well, I'm not talking New York, though. I'm talking Illinois. I know. New and, York, they're already uh, talking again. And vaccine deployment will most likely be at the mass level before then. So I think there will be people that will tell themselves that combined with masks that they can pull it off. Okay. Anybody else before I give mine? Give okay. it. Give it. I'm going to be optimistic, boys and girls. This is Bruce. This is Bruce. I am Next going Wednesday. with... I am going with Allentown 2021. No. No way. No way. I'll take that bet all day long. That's literally COVID land. That's like the most crowded, uh, the most likely to get COVID show. They are not wearing masks there, Bruce. I know. And guess what? They're still open now. The Dude, come on down to open. Pennsylvania. It is it's rough down here, man. Oh, rough. you got you got to come. You know, come on down and get infected. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, technically, New Yorkers are discouraged to go back into Jersey or Pennsylvania right now because of the rates are back up. Yeah, yeah and my my family is. lives in New York, and they and they just said, "Hey, you're yellow again," and I was like, "Oh Jesus, it's bad." You know, it's just yeah, Allentown, no way. Bruce. I don't think Allentown's gonna happen. No way. Uh, I'm, I'm but I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, Bruce. Yeah, I think I think eventually they're gonna say because if they shut down the economy again, we're screwed. We're all screwed. They won't. Okay. There won't be another because there won't be a bailout. Just like there wasn't really a bailout the first time, but oh. now everyone knows no one will save any businesses, so yeah. they can't afford to do it. Is the thing the thing with like an Allentown or even a replay effects? Because I do think replay effects happens in twenty twenty one. Was Bruce's condition of the seventy five percent? I just don't think that they'll be able to. I, that's the part that holds me. I think they'll have the show. I bet I think it will be reduced. I think, especially I, depending on the states. If it's like Florida or one of those insane states where everything's open, you know, they'll still have it, but maybe no one will show up. Yeah, but I mean, we're now. we're here in Kansas where, I mean, no one cares, but uh, I mean, we're everything open. But then at the local level, we are still putting mass gathering limits in place uh, because that's I one care. of the least controversial things. I, I care. You have Dorothy. Oh, she's gone. She's gone dead to us. Oh, Oh, geez, but, okay, so in Canada right now, <laughs> David Ennis, what are your rules up there? Well, each province runs their own rules. Okay. I'm in like Canada's Maine, right? Yeah. So we're a very rural area. We had two cases yesterday. We have an outbreak in the province in one area. We've got 25 cases. It is very northern in the province. Everybody in the province, regardless, anywhere is wearing a mask. You're, you can't have more than like 50 people in a building at any one time, but most people aren't going anyway because we're all hyper paranoid. Is there everything at, open? Everything is open just as it normally would, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, so if I wanted to go to a restaurant or whatever, it's no big deal. I sit down and take my mask. If we had 100 cases in my area, that would people just wouldn't go out and, we'd, and then it would be reduced to takeout only. 
if now in, Pen- in Pennsylvania, hold on. I'm going to keep on going. Down. I'm going to bounce around a little bit. In Pennsylvania, is everything open? Everything for the most part is open. Yes, but some restaurants with, not for sit down. No, dining, I mean though. I'm talking about personal. Like if you know, mom and pop restaurant didn't want to open, that's up to them. But I'm saying, is yeah, yeah. every industry allowed to open? I think, I think so. so. Yeah. But there are still a lot of places that you can't go in and sit down. Yes, I know about that. And everything is like reduced capacity as well. So like, I I don't know, if they get to a certain amount, you can't go inside wherever it is, the restaurant, the store, the wherever, until people come out. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Franchi, where you are, everything open? You guys haven't heard about uh, our our governor? Oh, we got you beat. She both, she closed down. I, I don't think I could even use the bathroom in my house. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think everything here, for the most part, is opened up. They have, you know, like all the restaurants, like you can only sit in every other booth. Yeah. You know, everybody's got markings and things like that. And, and even like there's a, a guy's got an arcade here and he put up like those, you know, shitter walls in between each game. Yeah. You know, the, the, what do you call that in the bathroom? You know, like stall, the stall yeah, walls. Stall. Yeah, or plastic um, liners. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, they're, uh, the, the, uh, the Michigan Supreme Court deemed that all of the, all of the guidelines that she laid down saying that she can't do this, she can't do that, uh, was, this wasn't justifiable. It wasn't backed by any laws or anything like that. So they kind of revoked everything. But, you know, then they now went back again, to an old law in 1943, yeah. I think it was. That- well, see, well, what they're doing now, though, is they're like, they did a mass testing of people. And then they said, oh, my God, there's been a spike in COVID. Well, of course, there's going to be a spike if you test a billion people, you know, as opposed to not testing them and not registering any, you know, new cases. So, you know, everybody's panicking because of that. So who, who knows? I don't I don't know what the future holds. here, But right so, now, everything is pretty much opened up. So, David, I mean, sorry, David, De- Dennis, Creasel, everything open in Kansas. Statewide, there are no limits. We have 105 counties. They all make their own rules. So um, some of the more urban areas in particular have cracked down on bars and restaurants specifically, usually reduced operating hours. They're not allowed to go to 2 a.m. anymore. For example, I'm assuming the theory is that the drunker people are later at night, the less compliant they are with the masks. Plus, a lot of our cases are coming from bars. But that's, yeah, it's entirely locally decided. The governor uh, gave up, the legislature stripped her power to uh, institute mass bans without their approval during a special session in the summer. And she did sign that into law to keep our emergency order in place. It was the compromise that happened. So the governor actually has very little power at this point. Scott? Yeah, so I'm in Utah and I actually, uh, I was watching a news conference with, with our state epidemiologist and she literally said, I quote, I don't know what to do anymore. No, no, it's because th- she's recommending, uh, you know, basic stuff, masks, social distancing. I, Dr. Penn and I both are anesthesiologists at hospitals and we are used to these type of uh, cautionary uh, measures. But we're in the West and we have this, uh, you, you know, you'll uh, put the mask on when you tie my hands behind my cold, you know, it's in some ways it's kind of frustrating because I'm trying to balance this. I, I want to be able to not starve the economy by keeping things open and things are open here, 
but you have to find some balance of finding uh, reasonable precautions so you can actually keep going. But I mean, we had 1,500, and we are regularly in 1,500, and our state only has 3 million people. I mean, if you're looking at a hot spot, why don't you come to Utah and hang out? Now, we you have four of us that live in New York State, which is myself, Ron, Zach, and Steph. This state is still not 100% open. Seven months later, there are still businesses that are not allowed to open. And cases yeah, but your state rising. also has the lo- one of the lowest number of cases in the entire country because you have people who are listening to the recommendations. Not anymore. We're going back up again. But still lower than almost every other state in the continental U.S. And we still have our economy is actually now the third worst in the United States. But you're alive. <laughs> that is true. I but mean, it's not always the. Guess what? I know. Unfortunately, I know. If you if you don't have a say, if you don't have a job, right. like I don't right now because of COVID. What do you think it is? Because Dr. Pan and I have talked about this a lot as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, we know that that the world right now is in like a, a very bad place. Mm-hmm. How do we help pinball in this world? Just to kind of bring it back to no, you know the topic at hand. Like, what, uh, well, what? I was getting that topic. I was really getting that topic. Saying you still in this state cannot have arcades open. We just opened our movie theaters three days ago, and that right. even sounds like a mistake. But guess what? 40 other eight states have them open right now. What is going to be the thing for pinball in this state? Literally, every pinball parlor in the state of New York or in the world is suffering right now. How do we make it better? Well, Bruce, you're bringing up a a great point in that really my job is it's COVID proof. Mm -hmm. I I have a job at the hospital regardless of the entire state could be on fire. Yep. And I will show up to work. And this is the challenge with people who are enacting guidelines or acting rec- recommendations because it totally depends on how it personally affects them. Yes. And so this is a you know I, this is what I've been talking with my friends, uh, especially the people who have businesses that have been adversely affected, is that there are there's no it's not a light switch situation. It's more of a dimmer switch. You need to figure out how you can have minimal impact on people's businesses, but also take reasonable precautions. And so you don't overwhelm the system. And this is the challenge that people who are not personally or financially affected, they're going to err on the side of extreme precautions. Don't go anywhere. Don't do anything like that. But my friend who's, uh, he's actually the nephew of Donnie Osmond. He hasn't performed (laughs) In six months. Yeah. And he is he's out of work. He sold his house and they are living on subsistence just because there's nothing. He can't do anything to earn money. And so we need to be sensitive to all the small business people out there who need something. And so whether or not that's a reasonable limit, hey, we really want people to wear masks. We want to have those plastic sheets between the pinball machines. We want to have a hand washing at every station. And please, if you're not eating, please wear a mask. Then you will get some traction. But th- right now, nobody is willing, just just like a lot of things, nobody is willing to have any sort of reasonable compromise on finding a goal that will at least help. Like everyone wants a perfect solution. There's no perfect solution, no. but there are reasonable compromises that people can make. 
guess what? Yeah. The way I look at it is this. If you don't want to go out, you still don't have to go out. But give the businesses a chance to try to make a living. Just try. Well, there's, yeah, there's cutting them off at the knees and then the thighs and then the dick and then the torso is <laughs> wow. really not Ooh. how one compromises Cuomo. Yeah, well, there's, there's nothing worse than than a Canadian, um, you know, observing from afar. But our our government has spent both nationally and, and provincially has spent a lot of money and a lot of effort to encourage us to do those things that are right while providing a lot of subsidies to small businesses to pay rent for large corporations to pay rent. You know, it, we have a program where the federal government will actually pay 75% of the wages of any business that's closed. Yeah, that's but, the way it should be. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that, oh, I mean, and back to Bruce's question about, uh, you know, business and survivability. That was the issue. That's the, that's the American failure on the yes. response, uh, federal on down Both, from the get go. Yes. Totally. From, you know, it's, it's the, the decision was made to not invest enough money to actually subsidize the businesses that were being asked to close. So yes. you so you put them in, you put them in the the Kobayashi Maru. We've got yeah. it's a total no-win scenario. You either needed to pay them to stay closed, which we didn't put enough money in to do and remotely at all, so we failed in that regard, or you have to let them open yes. to let them try and earn a living, which in some states still is not possible no, or that's and, because the state is not allowing it. And that's so in terms of how you help, I mean, in the case of New York, you honestly, the, your, your amusement industry needs to lobby better. Quite frankly, we been. know that's, it, we know that's the, happening in other States. Here's uh, the problem though. My money is being spent instead of trying to help the businesses out. Our governor is suing when he loses a lawsuit. He is appealing every lawsuit. Instead of using that money to maybe help these businesses, he is fighting with the people to try to help them. And well, it's the just... way that our government has sort of considered it is for us at our level as sort of individuals and, and myself as a small business owner to take on a bunch of debt, it's easier for the federal government to take on that debt when it comes to you know pushing out loans and t-bills and stuff and spreading that out over a 20 30 50 year time horizon so it's putting it on their credit card instead of mine and in the long run you know we'll see how that plays out but yes. but that's what's keeping in the short term people alive right, right. I, we have well, to keep everyone alive i agree with that but how do we help pinball out Besides, and, and it's the same the it's the same boat david here in the us only the federal government can deficit spend yes. states aren't allowed to do it they have uh, to uh, there are a couple can't. exceptions there are a yes, couple exceptions. new york is, has an exception to the rule they actually uh, can't. most most states are not allowed yeah. to deficit spend under their constitution so normally that's where you know people complain about you know there's a big debate in the us about federal debt and all that but the bottom line is they are allowed to borrow at will if there was ever a time it would have been to combat a pandemic but and you know there were small sums that's where cares act money started to come into play but very little cares act money uh, as a proportion going to businesses i mean here in kansas we got 400 million dollars uh but the share that the businesses got i don't think was that great because we had to draw from that same pool to pay for the pandemic public health response and the the hospitals also drew from the same pool the worst part is the airline industry is still getting bailouts and bailouts because it is an important thing and a lot of things and the hospitals and everything else. I'm glad that, but 
with pinball, how do we keep these places going besides either A, getting a chance to get infected if you want to go to the place, B, buying gift certificates and that kind of stuff. What else can we do to keep pinball going? Nothing. You're you're the expert, man. I mean, you've been through this closer than any of us. So what do you think you should be done? I think everything should be allowed to be open and with masks, everything. I think it should be a harder, stringent cleaning. It should be on the responsibility of the government to help offset that costing of it. Like cleaning materials, every, you know, here's what New York did do well. And it wasn't the state level. It was the county level. If you owned a business in Monroe County, which I was businessed in, every month they would give you a thousand masks free. Now, a cost of a thousand masks is $212. You would bring your license, your food handler's license to the government building, and they would give you 2000 masks to give out. That is the help part which I don't see at any other major level. Yeah, yes, I agree with the, you know, the nurses and everything like that, and the hospitals, give them everything they fucking can because <laughs> they're our frontline people. That's the biggest thing we need. But for pinball and for other businesses, we need more of that stuff. Maybe, maybe for pinball people, if you have like extra Lysol wipes, send them to the locations. So they don't have to spend the cleaning material, maybe. And maybe they can keep their business open a couple more weeks. And maybe then people will see their cleaning and procedures where then, oh, hey, I feel a little better about this. You know, they're at least, you know, some places maybe are not cleaning. And it's going to happen to every place. But at least if they are cleaning and trying to make it better, you will have a better chance of not getting COVID. So maybe we, instead of giving them money, maybe help them out in other ways, like with masks, send them masks so they can give it to every person that walks in the door, send them cleaning materials, send them anything else they can use the other ways. So maybe it will help offset their costs in different ways. And, and you York, think that's enough? Well, not, it might be a help. But the thing is, in New York State right now, the only thing our governor's done great is businesses do not have to pay rent right now until january 7th of 2021 the problem is they're still on the hook to pay it in backwards and that's where i think we need to address that issue no one's addressed that issue it just keeps on getting pushed off further and further yeah i'm assuming they're probably pushing because they're hoping that there would be a a state state local bailout from the feds and obviously that's become very politicized because that's where you hear the debate of well we don't want to bail out the blue states sort of yeah that's all bullshit but but red red states like ours are in the same boat we they all are we're pushing off on the rents as well and we don't know and and i I agree with that it should be that way we need more helping out the smaller businesses which is going to be our pinball arcades but in this state i can't even open it Right. But the reason why I, I asked you, Bruce, if you thought it was enough is because while here in Kansas, like all of my area pinball places are open, okay. but the attendance is terrible. Oh, it's terrible. People, people aren't going into play. They've now, even socially distanced the games out. They're all running at like 50 percent game capacity voluntarily of their own, yes. you know, from their own volition. But they are not. The coin drop is terrible. People aren't going in and playing. So in is a way, scared? are they scared or do they think that they're not being cleaned or is it just the. 
the contact, you know, touching a machine. Now, I don't – here's another thing I don't understand is originally they said, you know, contacting a machine was bad. Now they say it's okay. Now they're still up in the air about this. Well, we keep I learning new things about the virus. Exactly, but the problem it. is we don't get updates. No, it's it's very confusing. I and mean, even the mask stuff was confusing to people. The uh, well, What about what Nick Shell did? You probably know about with the air. He has a whole air filtration thing he's put in place. And that's something that I, you know, Nick is, and I, I do agree with Nick on this, yeah. is I think a lot of people didn't really think about air circulation for a long period of time because there was all this obsession about droplet size and, and the close cut. And now, obviously, especially as the air dries more and more, uh, I just read a study this last week that is now indicating that it seems to be that the COVID contagion rate goes up 7 to 8%. For every 1% decrease in humidity, Oof. which is consistent with the behavior of other viruses. That's why the fall surge was inevitable. We knew yeah, once we the knew. air dried, it would spread more easily. Yes. Uh, but, That's why we jumped. No uh, and, That's and, why we went out of yeah. business. And, and uh, in our case, in response to your question, Bruce, most of it, I don't, doesn't sound like it's so much a fear about touching the machine because they've got, you know, the sterilizing wipes and whatnot. It's people aren't even going into the restaurants except to pick up food. They, a lot of people are just really uncomfortable with the notion of sitting in there for 30 minutes or an hour, breathing the same air as other people. It's, it's, it's scary because they're all, everyone who's eating is taking their mask off. So, you know, they're just little germ factories if a single one of them has COVID. Now, I know of a place that I'm not going to mention their name is open with their pinball and they're doing not that bad. They're actually saying that it's helping them survive. Instead of being closed, of course, you know, because you're getting no money in. But our restaurants are actually picking up up here where it's actually it's as you said, it, it could be a germ spreader. I feel it's more like weddings, family get togethers, because that's when I think everyone relaxes a little too much. They start hugging. They start you Drinking. know, kissing people. Yeah. And they just. <laughs> It just if really you're in Kansas, you're pet. kissing yeah. family members. Oh, <laughs> my mother, brother, sister, so father got me pregnant. <laughs> Only for celebrations, David. <laughs> but it, it, that's the, you know, I think that's the super spreaders where we've seen, you know. But yeah. for pinball, how do we make pinball survive? Besides being a home, uh, do you? F- I feel like honestly, in another two years, it might be home only. You asking not how we get pinball to survive, but how we get public pinball survive right uh, yeah exactly that's so what I, I saw a, a simple solution with in asia where they just put up shower curtains between all the stalls okay. i th- or n- not the stalls but you know what i mean the, oh, yeah, uh, all games, the pinball yes. machines yeah. and i think that the perception of safety is going to lead people to do more uh the challenge is location pinball is already struggling competing with home market because unless you have a good operator uh, like you, Bruce, uh, being able Sorry, to maintain the machines. Half the time you go and the machine plays horribly. And I'm like, I got great playing machines at home. Why am I going to go somewhere else to play? So they're already struggling with that. And on top of that, if you have the perception of just those 99 cent shower curtains that you can get at any sort of uh, store, if you put those up, I think that does increase the, okay, at least they're trying to do something. They're trying to limit the air circulation. And that would at least make me a little more comfortable to go back. Being able to have them open and show that they're doing something. If you go into a restaurant that looks exactly the same as it did pre-COVID, I'm going to assume that they're not going to be, they're not really doing much. 
But if I go into a place and I see, okay, they're doing something seriously, they have those dividers up, they do something like that, then I'm going to be a lot more comfortable. But you're right, the legislation has to be there that allows them to open up and allows people to make that personal choice. So we have one of our favorite places down here, the Pinball Gallery. Mm -hmm. And I was so nervous to go the first time that we went. And we went, when do you think that was? Maybe a few months ago for the first time? Mm -hmm. Three months ago you guys went. There wasn't about three months, yeah. Yeah, and and, you know, we were really, we have been very cautious. I have shower curtains hung up in my classroom. I mean, Mm -hmm. we, I am very, very anxious about all of this stuff. But we went into Pinball Gallery, and I swear they have every other machine off. They are cleaning visibly all the time. They have hand sanitizer next to almost every machine. They have plexiglass hung up in front of the like cash register window. Everything even that can be is like touch-free. So even just how you pay, you can just use Apple Pay so that you don't even have to touch a register or a little keypad nasty thing. Yeah. No scenario is safe, right? I mean, 100% safe. But as Scott was saying, if they're showing that they're trying and they're they're doing their best effort, then you have to support those businesses. Right. Well, and and not not only that, but like when we went in, now we've gone back probably three times since then. Mm-hmm. And I feel completely comfortable. Every mm-hmm. single person is wearing a mask. Yes. If someone isn't wearing a mask correctly, yeah. m- meaning, you know, if it's like under your nose, they are asked politely to fix that. I just feel like it is, it's okay. If I feel safe, I feel like that's saying a lot. Yeah. Now, do you think that machine should be now using what, has anyone ever heard of pay range? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, pay range is a actual app that you put on your phone and you can make your pinball machine receive credits. You can pick a game on the machine, on the app and play it if it's local and if it's set up for it and actually not, it's touchless for payment. Do you think maybe we should have that more on pinball? It's a nice thought, Bruce, but you're still touching the buttons. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I, you're going to have but to. Wait, 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 so wait, you're not touching the range in a dialed in that you yeah. can only play via Bluetooth. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> uh, but you're not touching the money, and people are all afraid about the money part of it also. Yeah, it decrease, decreases risk. It, it, it decreases it, risk. Yeah. It makes people feel more comfortable. Would that help? No. I mean, how much is that going <laughs> to cost operators to install, though? Oh, That's the whole expensive. question. It's, right, it's, so, about, I mean, it's about $100 per machine. Why not just a, go free play and then just charge like five bucks, 10 bucks, whatever to get in? I Where's the right. pin bar? Where's <laughs> the pin bar? Maybe that's the way to do it. Maybe we all go away from the coin drop. Maybe we go for the an hour or two hour set time or maybe the whole day time. One of our locations, new newly opened location, uh, is doing that. They're doing the the what uh, Chris suggested. The let's just rent out time and let people come in. The reason why I agree with you, Bruce and, and uh, Doctor Penn, that pay range would make things safer because you aren't handling the money. But because you're still touching the pinball machine, I don't think you overcome. I don't think it's worth the investment. I don't think. No, you I don't either. Um, I don't Do think you-, you overcome the mental barrier of I'm touching germs. Uh, just by removing the money from the equation. No, I think that's why it's just important to make sure that you're, as an operator, cleaning in between and that you're making sure that, you know, that this, whether it's spaced with a, a separator or a divider or a shower curtain, whatever it is, that you're or separating. Or machine off, even a machine or, off. Right, and that's yes. that's what they're doing at the Pinball Gallery. Yes, we, we did. I feel like 
having hand sanitizer available for customers and making sure that you have bathroom facilities where people can go and wash their hands. Mm -hmm. I think that just even just having those things makes me personally feel a ton better about going to do stuff. Me too, totally. The best and way I do to like make Chris's... sure that location pinball survives yes. is just making sure that it's there when you get there. We're talking about like, how do I play on location to keep the business alive? Well, you know, the, the lefty Canadian basically says, well, what if the outbreak is bad enough and you just pay me to close? And then I'm there and alive when, you know, things turn around. You know, that's that's where we have gone. Oh, yeah. He locked down so hard, even in my rural province and in the in sort of in the larger cities that we were able to open fairly well. And our mitigation of, you know, the shower curtains, et cetera, you know, lasted for a good five or six months. And the caseload is still down. Now the caseload is ticking up. And when we do have to slowly lock down, we're starting from a lower baseline. The stepping on rakes, sadly, that, you you know, you guys had done for five months has really put you in the situation now where, well, if we can't close and we're doing our mitigation, there's it's a no-win scenario, right? I don't think there's anything that you can do at this point than what you're doing already. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think there's other ways we could help, and I'm not so I'm trying to – Maybe. No. maybe. I, I think part of the issue though, Bruce, is unlike in New York – in most of the U.S., these facilities can operate now. Yeah, I agree. So, I so agree. I'm, if I'm they're still struggling, people. if they're exactly. still struggling, I don't know how you. Uh, to me, it's it's the mental barrier of the percentage of people that are too uncomfortable to go out in the midst of a relatively broadly uncontrolled pandemic within well, the United here's the States. Funny, here's the funny thing I have. And this is the this is the problem. Next door to us was a fancy high falutin restaurant. Very nice. You know, plates are between $25 and $35 per person. What type of cuisine? Uh, Italian. Okay. And they have a line out the door every night waiting around to get into this place during COVID. And they're looking at my place going, oh, there's germs probably in there. But they're all hanging out in front of this place three feet or four feet from each other, not even separating to go into a restaurant. What is the difference in perception? Because the problem is everyone's blamed, and it is a good example, where if people are going to a bar, inhibitions do go down a little bit. We've all seen it. You know, bars are a hot spot or a, you know, a flare area. And when people get drunk, their inhibitions go down, their masks come off, and it's more of a chance to get sick. I wonder what the percentage is of pinball places that actually have alcohol slash bars as well. That's a pretty good amount. I know mostly in New York, it is a high amount. Cause here it's not like, I don't, the getting a liquor license in Pennsylvania is like basically donating a kidney. You have to go. You have to buy the the license. And no, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And there's only a certain number per area. So the town where we live with was dry until about 10 years ago, which is just obscene. So I just wonder how many pinball places actually sell and or. Um, it's probably 50-50. You think so? Yeah, because the Kickback Cafe is not and other ones. But, in, you know, New York City, Jack Bar and all those other places. They're actual bars. They are actual bars. Mm-hmm. Or in, in our case, even if it's not an actual bar, most of the places mm-hmm. serve food and at least uh, beer. Yes. You know, light, light alcohol. 
Hmm. So I don't, I don't know if there's a real answer to say, will this, how do we get this fixed or anything like that? But it's just a, it's a big topic. And I think it's just going to get worse in the next three months where we're going to see a lot more location pinball go to the wasteland. Maybe we shouldn't be too hasty because the sooner this clears up, the sooner we find a solution, the sooner they open the borders, the sooner Teolus will be back in America. Oh, God, Is that man. a good thing? <laughs> That's a bad thing. COVID. No. <laughs> well, the thing is about this that worries me, you need the location pinball yes, for the younger because people. Because yes. I know everything looks rosy now with Stern selling all these games. They're selling it to middle-aged dudes. Like yep. tons and tons and tons of them will want games. There won't be a next generation of middle-aged dudes who wants games if they don't get to play them on location. Yep. Of course, you could make the argument that the new generation of middle-aged dudes won't have enough money anyway in 30 years or 20 years to buy and games. We had a lot of walk-in people in our place. And, and it was we were actually getting more and more younger people playing in our league. And that kind of stuff, or people who are coming in going, wow, this, I've never done this before. And, and that will not help pinball at all, unfortunately. No. Well, Gary Stern has said it time and time again, the way to grow pinball is have more pinball on location. Yeah, and good, and, pin, good, and, pin. good and good pinball. Like, I've been in the hobby for three years now, mm-hmm. and I was at a hotel that randomly had one of those sketchy arcades in the basement, like uh, back in the 90s. And I was like, holy crap. There's like an arcade down here and I played some machines and I'm like, man, that'd be so fun. I'd love to buy one of those for 500 bucks. And then you discover, oh, that's not how this works. <laughs> and then, you know, you buy some pinball machines on pinball arcade and you say, well, if, you know, if I still want to play pinball and I've played, you know, some of these on the, on, you know, the digital versions and then six months rolls by and you're like, wow, you know what? I still really want to play pinball. Well, then you get rolling into buying your own machine or buying a used machine. Yeah. And, and unless I was able to sort of bump into this place in a hotel, that's going to all go away. Yeah. Now, getting off that, so let's get off this a little bit because I think we've been beating this to a dead <laughs> you horse. Said get, <laughs> off. <laughs> get off. Get <laughs> off. Do we want to talk about Dennis's light switch? Oh, yeah. Put your arm down. Look at that thing. He's got one of those dial dimmer switches. Seriously. I haven't seen one of those in like 20 years. <laughs> that's probably because that's how old the house is. Oh, wow. Dennis, uh, the secret Santa is going to send you one of those slider ones. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's actually wired to the fan, the ceiling fan you can't see. Oh, so. There you go. <laughs> My so, poor little dial. So much judge judgment. That's the closest <laughs> I'll ever get to dialed in. There you go. Ah, uh, ah, maybe you that's know. not so bad. <laughs> Come on over. Uh, you, can, you can play it at my house. COVID-free. Guaranteed. Now, uh, we need to get Stu on this. You no, know, this. no, we don't need to get Stu on here. <laughs> God, you are so anti-Stu lately. I hate that guy. He beats all my scores. I am not a fan. I'm not a fan. But you invite him over and let him beat you. So has anyone seen the Guns N' Roses standard stream? That happened. I think it was Friday. Yeah, I, I watched about an hour of it. So, what do we think for those who've actually seen Guns N' Roses Standard Edition? I think it looks great. I, I still hate like Guns N' Roses. I think it looks like it shoots better. Yes. More. I think it's more flow. Yeah, yeah speed. Speed yeah. and flow. And they, the the whole upper left that has nothing in it, they took care of that by putting a large sculpt there. Is it worth sixty sixty seven fifty? 
compared to Hot Wheels, what do you think? Right? Is there? There's not a whole lot in Hot Wheels either. But that's six thousand. Yeah, I'd take a Guns N' Roses over Hot Wheels. Yes. Yeah, so yeah I. I mean, compared to compared to a Stern Pro, I mean, it still had the cool lighting. I mean, sure, the the Hot Rails are just white. They don't change colors, but it looked like it still had some pretty kick-ass lighting going on there. It definitely looked like it shot better. It's got all I want to see an Avengers Pro more. I want to see I more do. Avengers Pro. Yeah. Avengers Pro for sure, yeah. Everyone's hey, got their got LEs the LA. out. The LE's great. Oh, the LE's great. Don't get me wrong. I have one local. We go. We were just there uh, two nights ago. We were playing the piss out of it. Zach got seven, uh, five out of six stones, mm. of course. <laughs> stones? Aren't they gems? So, yeah, Zach, Zach what do you think of Avengers? I'm still trying to figure out the rules. Collector, it, it is, like Zach doesn't understand the rules. Yeah, that that's leaves. a problem. Yeah, that's like, I, I'm, I'm the guy who know, like I'm sees screwed. Star Wars day one is like, this looks so complicated, I have to have it. And I'm playing Avengers, and I'm like, I am lost here. Like, Me and Zach I, are actually talking to each other while he's playing, going, okay, now you got to go for this. And While I'm playing, and I'm still lost. I'm like, yeah. man, this is a complicated game. Wow. Okay, I actually want the mode where you're playing as Thanos, and you are trying to kill people. That's what I want. There you go. Ooh. Like a Friday the 13th where you're Jason? Yeah, exactly. That'd be yeah, great. Yeah, I like that. Hear that, Stern? Oh, actually, hear that, Spooky? That's a perfect game for you. Friday the 13th, you are Jason, and you must kill all the teenagers. Halloween's better. Michael Myers is better. I agree. With, I agree. I would much rather see Halloween. Okay, you're Mike Myers, and you have to kill the teenagers. Notice how right. he didn't change the plot there. The baby's <laughs> 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 yes, Where you're killing the teenagers. Oh, wait. <laughs> and then the music, the, the, the yeah. Halloween <laughs> soundtrack I is I wonder if we're going to see any more like, pin announcements like with October coming around. Because usually like, we get a stern sometime around Halloween, right? It's going to be later. Well, it was in December last year. Yeah, I've been still thinking they're going to hold till January. Right, but me too. I, 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 most people seem to think it will hit December, so I'm probably wrong, as I usually get almost all the release predictions wrong. So if they're five thousand behind, that's the thing. Yeah, they want to catch up. They don't want to catch up too fast, but they want to get it down to probably about fifteen hundred to two thousand. I don't yeah, know. Imagine like if they delay everything. the game and finish the code first. That'd be weird. <laughs> I, I, always fall back on, <laughs> I, I always think back to that last cluster buck where josh sharp was on and explained it's about keeping the line busy yes. and if stern's line's busy there's not really a need in a vacuum at least to go to the next game but again i don't know what their license arrangements are like if led zeppelin's like you know you're only going to have a year and a half to sell uh, if you release it in February, then maybe they need to do it just so there's enough time to actually get some sales. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't understand that side of the business. So you're saying Steve Ritchie's doing Led Zeppelin? Is that a exclusive we're hearing from? <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my spies. My, yes. My birds and I know Steve that's Ritchie's what, doing it, and we know Tim's on code. Yep. Because they're kind of joined at the hip at this point. We need to rent out all the water towers around Stern and paint save <laughs> monsters on it. Oh, I think you'll never do that. Damn the problem, it. The problem is the coder who was originally on it. He doesn't like going backwards on games. Uh, he did on Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. He was. I think he was forced to. He was, he was forced to. Next Star Wars why, why would he be forced to? They weren't going to make more of them. So I, I think mean, the backlash that they had on those backlash. Games, they don't care. No, their sales uh, are up. At year on year, their sales are up. Well, the monster sales aren't up. It, it gets back oh, to the exactly. clear coat thing. If you're still selling, who cares if people are ultimately I know unhappy distributors with distributors that still it. have LEs. 
Yeah, but Ghostbusters, they sold, they sold a shit ton. There was no reason yeah, for him to I go back and do I that. I don't see it. I don't no. know. He has said it per- publicly, he has said, I do not want to go back to older games with code. Well, no, we all want to look to the future, not back in the past. Where the hell is my you, Unless you own that game and you're not happy with the code, then you're saying, where are the damn code updates? Yeah, but I mean, I thought that they had, in the case of Munsters, they were pretty upfront about that it was going to be a, you know, a, a simplified rule, kind of a, an Iron Man-esque. That was my vibe from how they described it back when it was But Iron Man, Iron Man rules were good. Uh, I agree. Nuts. I agree. And having played uh, Monsters as much as I have, I just, the code for me is it, lacking. It just I doesn't inspire. Like, I, I feel, I don't hate it. I feel nothing. I, yeah, I'm dead I, inside. I don't even I enjoy it. it. I have a game. Wait a <laughs> So, wait a second. I have. Wait, wait, Bruce. Bruce, I got to stop you here. Did you just say Iron, Mo- Iron Man code was good? That's Lonnie Rob. Yeah, you realize. Oh, that me and me and David are thinking of the same thing here. That's Lonnie Rob. You know, it was tweaked at the end by Lyman. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, the tweak. This is no. And it was like, he's tweaked Lonnie, it more. Lonnie he's has actually tweaked it more. He's tweaked it more. Yeah, I mean that's like that's like giving Dwight all the, the credit on, on Star Trek when most of Star Trek is Lonnie's code. No, it's not. It is. Yes, Dwight it is. himself has said in interviews, do Dwight not credit me he, for that. Yeah, don't credit yeah, he, me because it was all there. The problem was Lonnie's rule sucked. We had to switch all the stuff that we had in assets no, and make it better. No. Okay, well, oh, when we interviewed Dwight, he's the one who said, don't give don't give me credit on that. Yes. So. He said what he said. Don't give me credit. The but medals the were in the there. game from the beginning. They just weren't implemented yet till he came in. Yeah, so and when, when is Lyman never getting gun monsters to tweak it? Yeah, when's Lyman yeah. going to do it? Works for all the other games, you know. Because Lyman do, sees that I, train wreck, and he's still working on his other train wreck, which is called Elvira. I, I do have a, wow. a quick question for, for you all, given the talk on code. Do do any of you think that Lyman will ever be put on a non-boutique? Like, will he ever work on a pro again, or is he just going to be on expensive stuff? Expensive. That's one of the justifications that to spend project. the money on the expensive game. It's a Lyman game. Look. It's the draw. It really I mean, is. these last two also have been themes that he liked personally. Yeah, that's true. He wanted to do a haunted house theme, so yep. they gave him that. You know, so maybe it actually is just like the next time a theme comes, it happens to be a mainstream theme. That he likes. And he'll like, can I do that one? And he'll be like, okay, you know. like the biggest reason I have this right behind me is because of that code and somebody's artist tree. Both. It's reasons. awkward how you're rubbing that. I thought the I love it. It's how it's going to rub it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Isn't I, a piece of couch to draw? I thought that's what it was. No, not at all. <laughs> I, I, uh, I fear that Bruce is right, but I, I do think that he is. I, I mean, think about it. Lyman's not been on a pro premium LE model since Walking Dead. That is true. And they've aver- and they've heavily advertised him on these boutique games as one of the main strengths. Like, like, this is going to be a Lyman game. Yep. But well, does anybody it, it, but us really care about that, though? Yeah. It seems like the teams are set, though, and like it, it doesn't seem like they're mi- they're mixing that much. It seems like you know. Well, um, Lyman is the mixer of it all. Yeah, well, think about it. Franchi was with him That's on true. Batman. That's true. Then now it went to uh, for the other for Elvira. He's going to be the oddball where he's going to pick what he wants. He's the head. He literally is the head programmer there. Plus, they have they have kind of more set teams. You have. Timmy's with Steve Ritchie because I don't think anyone there wants to work with Steve at this point. So they're 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 joined together right. at the hip. Right. Then you have the the uh, Keith's team, which has been I think unprecedented. The exact same team working on three straight games now. They've never done that that I know of at Stern. Was it the same artists too? 
for the Owen games? Uh, same artist for no, two of the no, three. Jurassic Park was different. Was he uh, Mr. Crap, Crap Dude? But all the code has felt different on all three <laughs> games, too, which is Mr. Weird. Crap. But um, then you have... Mr. Crap Dude. Mr. Crap Dude. You have, you know, um, Dwightus seems to be working with Borg most of the time now. Which, you know, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Hey, if it makes games that sell, who cares? Did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Think about it. That's died off the face of the earth. It's yeah, selling. The last two Dwight board games have both sort of fizzled. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know enough about. My sense wasn't that TMNT has done poorly for them. Yeah, I thought them. it did good. I, did I think good obviously uh, Avengers being the the hit that all Elwins are means that a whole bunch of attention is now shifted to it. I think they were kind of clever, though, with the idea that you can get Turtles for 100 less. Avengers had the price increase, and Turtles holds up the old price until the start of the new year. Talking to Zach earlier today, it sounds like uh, Turtles are on back order. So that's part oh, of what's, the issue. Oh, so are Avengers, though? Look at people for sure, I mean, Avengers. They're... It's, I think Turtles is a hit, is my, my point. Like, I la- don't really. Like, as much well, as let's, think, let's think back to last year where you had you had Munsters, which I think started really strong, but it was kind of flashed in the pan. There's no long tail on the sales for it. And then there was Black Knight, which I don't think did well for them at all. And then you had Jurassic Park, which is their one big hit. But this year, with uh, I think Turtles did well for them. Avengers is doing well for them. And there's still so much pent up demand for uh, for Jurassic Parks as well. I, I just think that it's just I, been a really strong I, titles. The usual test to see what does not do well for them is whatever they're offering as the game in their tournaments. Yeah, but, which is Black Knight Premiums and Stranger Things. Yeah, right right, now, yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah, yeah Stranger. But uh, the thing I know is the local op that's running Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Stranger Things. Here's the weird thing: is Stranger Things is pulling in more money. Yeah, I've heard it does well that on routes. Well. Oh, okay, but, 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 but routes Turtles is really brutal. Like the one I have, that's I'm the playing, problem. That's I'm the playing problem. Co-op. People are going up to it and just put their yeah. one dollar in. In one minute, they're done, and they're looking at people going, "I'm not going to put another dollar back in this thing to play it again." Oh, wait, it's like right next to it, Stranger Things, and they'll play a little bit with the Stranger Things. Yeah, honestly, but, I was but, I was training faster. Uh, Tell us about the glider, Scott. Even, yeah, like. the, yeah, the glider is. I, I don't know. You said it and forget it. Like I have zero understanding on why you use the glider. Actually, so it just kind of blocks the play field, especially in yeah. the uh, streams and the overhead shot, and you can't move it all the time. I thought watching originally watching the. Uh, promo video i'm like oh cool you'll be able to like move this thing every time you hit a ramp you know hit it but it, then i hit the button and it, it didn't do anything it doesn't it doesn't always it's not always active which is weird well Very so weird. I, I got the premium because the one thing i didn't like is on my uh, x-men it uh, that spinning disc it was like a drain monster it like had a radar lock on the left out lane <laughs> and on turtles it spins one way on the pro and it spins multiple ways <laughs> it spins both ways both ways. Okay, multiple two ways. Uh, yes, uh, but racism. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it spins I'm, all the I'm ways. Always, always spins. Yes, because all the ways, all of them. That'd be a cool lock if it's if it spun like horizontally, flipped over, and tapped the ball under it. Oh, it'd uh, be cooler if it went upside down. Actually, I'll be expecting that mech from your your game, Zach. Yeah, oh yeah, part. I'm a champion machinist. I want a ball lock that's like an orb that 360s and does Death Blossom from The Last Starfighter. That's what I want. <laughs> death Blossom from The Last Starfighter. Where's the pin bar? Where's the pin bar? Is it bad I knew what Death Blossom means? Hey, that has a, ho- that has a Halloween 3 tie-in. Do you know what it is? 
No, I don't. The Last Starfighter? No, I've only seen Halloween 3 twice, so. The Navigator of The Last Starfighter. You know, under heavy makeup, he's the bad guy from Halloween 3. Oh, the old creepy also guy. Also the old guy from, he's also in RoboCop. Dick, I'm very disappointed. So right now, there's 14 <laughs> games on Stern Pinball's site that can be bought and are assumed not, uh, are still available. Assumed in production. Yeah, you you mean in including production. like different versions or 14 unique titles? Titles. Wow. Really? Avengers, Turtles, Stranger Things, Star Wars, the newer with the better artwork. Yep. The Carbrook, oh. Carbrook. Yep. Elvira, Jurassic Park. Black Knight Sword of Range, which is a little deceiving because you only get premiums. The sort, the regulars are out. Munsters, Beatles, Deadpool, Iron Maiden, Guardians of the Galaxy still up there. Regular Star Wars and Batman. Yeah, the Guardians are supposed to hit the line in November, I yes, believe. Yes, they are. They're, and then Batman's They're hitting in December. Wow. Well. Interesting. So you can actually get those again. I can confirm the Star Wars comic ones were supposed to hit in October. Why would you confirm that, sir? And I can confirm they have. And and why would you confirm that? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, is Stu, is Stu getting his kick, first game? Is Stu getting his first game? I, I cannot confirm nor deny. Wow. You know, I, I feel like I'm his house. Uh, Star Wars, the now known as Avengers, but with easy code. Yeah. All I know is I'm scared when Zach says he doesn't understand the code. Then I know I have absolutely no chance of, of understanding the code. I mean, granted, I can put up good scores without understanding it, but like, I, I was getting like two to three hundred million scores sometimes. Like, I think Avengers needs the gu- the glove in the corner to be gone and put a screen there, like what JJP is doing, and have the second no. screen to tell you stuff. Yes, you can see it and use it and enjoy yeah, you know, it. Just tell me what. What all my gems do, just like cycle all the time. Thank just, you, yes. This gem does this right now on this shot. If you move it to this shot, it does this other thing. Like Dr. Pin Miss and Mrs. Pin, your Willy Wonka screen on the side, is that incredible to see and look at, or do you not look at it all the time? No, yes, it's like awesome. Inter- it's awesome. We, uh, we check it out all the time. I mean, yep. you, uh, it definitely tells you where to shoot, and especially when you have to shoot the um, – the scoop to get, you know, start a mode. It's very helpful because there's a big arrow pointing exactly where you need to go. Um, and also when you start mini wizard modes and stuff like that, there, there'll be uh, a lot of information on the screen. So it's helpful. It's not like it's something I'm referring to all the time, but, but, but it I is am. helpful. <laughs> See, sure. and that's, that's the, uh, the jumbotron on Guns N' Roses is great too. Just like, Oh, what am I doing? You look up, you look at the screen that's down in the play field. Just like shoot the right ramp. And I'm like, okay, try to shoot the right. That's, ramp. You know, I like, think that is needed now on Stern. So Bruce, what if they tell just us- put like a little person in the coin box that came out to tell <laughs> there you? There you go. Or Elvis. Elvis, remember the Elvis doll thing? The dancing Elvis from the Elvis machine? He can talk to you. He can tell you what you're supposed to shoot. So right. We should just Great. include a full-size talking Owen mannequin that just like stands next to the <laughs> There you go. Play better. So Bruce, Steve. how is Rick and Morty, man? You just got that in, right? Yeah, it's still in the box. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> What are you waiting for? He's waiting for the clear coat to cure so it doesn't I'm waiting chip it. <laughs> it shoots Next. too hard for him. Now, yeah, now, Bruce, historically, you've been fairly concerned on uh, build quality out of Spooky. So. Oh, yes. Oh, so my God. so ex- explain to me, if you would, why you've ended up with a Rick and Morty. Because, because of the theme. I love the fucking theme. Oh, my God. Theme sold that game for me instantaneously. I am a big Rick and Morty. I actually... Here's the funny thing. One of the guys uh, from the bar gave me a giant size Rick and Morty. He's three feet. It's Rick. I am going to put that right on top of that freaking pinball machine. No looking down at you. Morty. 
everyone wants Morty. <laughs> but it's just, I cannot wait. But it will be open next week. And me and Zach, and then we'll get Ron out here. Hint, hint, wink, wink. So he can play some new games. Yeah, I don't get to play new games anymore in my area. Because there's no Johnny shows. Mnemonic just doesn't cut it for anybody. Are we anymore. streaming this unboxing? Uh, Probably on Facebook. Unless Zach wants to bring his stuff over. But we, wanna, we don't even know if we're going to have internet at this place. We're opening it up. It's the new house. Oh, I was going to say. It's not going, it's <laughs> where, not, where are you going where there might not it's be not, internet? It's not, it's not going to my house. The cave. Ooh. It's not going to my house. It's actually going to a friend's house. Ah. Because he owns half of it. Oh, okay. Bruce is the he's the king of the half own games. That is look uh, all these games he has. And, and I mean, I mean, no judgment at all, Bruce. But that is the weirdest fucking thing oh, I've I ever heard. Is this halfsy thing on pinball ownership? That, oh no, hold on. Let's let's talk. You own. <laughs> yeah, how many uh, halves do you have? Can't you just I, trade them in for like a full one? I could. Well, with me alone, he had half a dragon fist, half a quicksilver. Yep. Uh, I have a half of a. Gamatron with Zach. So, Zach, do you have any problems with have, owning half games? I wouldn't have a Gamatron if we didn't have half a Gamatron. Thank you. Now, yeah, I Ron, don't think either of us would have bought it on our own. So. No. Ron, did you have a problem with halves with me? Um, Not with Quicksilver because it was in my house most of the time, so it was fine. Okay. And the Dragon Fist, you didn't care because you already I, had one. I didn't one. care because I already had one. See? You're like, I well, totally got go Gamatron, went to you. my place, and I'm like, okay, I need some room here, Bruce. Yeah, no, it's not my place, but I still have a Gamatron. The yep. beauty is now that I, Bruce no. knows how to fix the shit, so if anything goes wrong, you know. Oh, so does Zach actually, Zach is the man. Zach That's is true. the man. We've talked about this before. Zach can fix EMs, electrics, anything, you know, solid states. He is the man. Sorry, other men, you're just boys now. Zach, can we come over boy. and make my Captain Ron, Fantastic boy, not suck? Oh, no, we can't make Captain Fantastic not yeah, suck. I thought I, I, thought I heard you say you had a great game on Captain Fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah. super awesome. A great it was a great game. game. It broke one, one great game. No, Chris, I can do exactly – I can fix your game in two minutes. I just go you underneath the play field and – no, no, no. And cut the flipper coil wires to the upper flipper. Done. Oh, I yeah, Elwin already told me. I know, but it, no, you'll still have the, you know, if it, the, the flipper's still hooked up, you'll still have the inkling to flip with it. Oh, if you well, cut the wires, I, you have you're done. Occasion, if it comes rolling down, it, it hits the, the sling and it bounces into the outlane. So if it's rolling down, sometimes I'll just hit the flipper and let it ramp off down onto the left flipper. You so know, we need to disconnect cool. the sling too. Yeah, I just go. need to unplug it. That, that's you know. <laughs> so it's Captain Fantastic, game. one of those games that it's really not that good, but totally sold because of theme. Uh, Probably. Well, not so much. Well, yeah, the theme because you know I I was you know big into the Tommy movie when I was a kid and all that, but just the artwork is so pretty. It's it's more like a decoration in my house. You know, I, it's on right now and I haven't played it in like three days. Like just. <laughs> Just because it looks nice lit up, you know, and it's my only EM too. So say it, Dennis. Say it. Have you been able to find Hitler in the back glass? Uh, yes, my, I found all the stuff, but I unfortunately I do have the star version that's got all the, oh. all the hand job shit. Oh, David, you didn't you didn't say what I thought you were going to say, and you could find out more about the artwork of Captain Fantastic by listening to the <laughs> Silver Ball Chronicles. Chronicles. Uh, Bally uh, was it part one? Yes. Uh, now I got a question for everyone here. And I want you to go one at a time. Hey, Mr. Teolis, welcome. Why, hi. How is everyone? How are you doing? Doing good. Here's a We're question off the bat. No context. 
Okay. Well, hold on. Well, well welcome, Jeff. We, we were just looking at playfield pictures of Led Zeppelin before you came, but we had to yeah, take them off. Yeah, you missed out on it. Damn. <laughs> Looks yeah, pretty uh, good. By the, the way, sucks, yeah. you know, because it is Led Zeppelin. It's no ELO. Uh, give me a break, Bruce. What's with this early morning vucking? I'm too old for this, all right? Those you are too old. Vucking days are way over. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> Your beautiful wife just said no to you. Boom. <laughs> uh, now, I have a question for each person. I'm going to go around the room. If you had unlimited money, what would you want next in your game room? This Think about that for a few one. seconds. You've got to call out a name, you know. Don't just let people shout out answers. I am going to right now. All right. Dennis, since you're on my one side of my machine. Uh, Jurassic Park uh, premium. Pre- premium, okay. Scott? I would actually take an Iron Maiden premium. Okay. If you had Just... to twist your arm, you mean. Yeah. I got you. Hey, hey, I'm an Iron Maiden fan. I told you, I snuck out at 13 to go to an Iron Maiden concert with Guns N' Roses open. Yeah, you're so. one act of rebellion ever. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, it was crazy. We all know okay, you're fine, fine. I've seen him eight times, so I love Maiden myself. Mr. Franchi. New in box creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay, that's acceptable. We'll take that. <laughs> David. Yeah, I I would go with an with an LE Batman sixty six, with the topper, the greatest topper of all time, probably one of the greatest art packages. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kevin O'Connor knocked it into the park. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin O'Connor did the playfield. I only did the characters. He did he did all the rest of the stuff. That, that's true. that's the joke that's he's true. making. Oh, oh, okay. Well, because a lot of people don't know they put me with the whole thing, and I'm like, no, I didn't do the playfield. <laughs> okay, Zach. Now this should be good. Alien. Alien. Oh. Doctor Pin. Oh, Jurassic Park. Ellie. Ellie. Ooh. Mrs. Pin. I got a real Jones in, Brucey. A hanker for a hunkin. A hunker for I got a. I got a hankering for some serious, like mint condition Harlem Globetrotters. Nice. Yeah. I have the perfect one for you guys if you ever want to buy it. Oh we my god, looking, we totally yeah, do. It's looking, called so Inked. <laughs> no, it's not called Inked. Oh, oh my god. god, we'll get into that in a few minutes. But I do have one for sale. So if you guys are interested, We're I interested. might be selling. All right. So we'll talk later on that one. But we'll I do. Chat. We'll have a yeah. chat. Uh, Steph. I still want a Metallica, man. Premium? Pro? Yeah. Okay. Or LE. You can even go LE. Master Puppets. Yeah, that would be cool. It's it's so hard to, for me to think in terms of unlimited money because my collection is still two games. So I don't even have my baseline. I can't even, like, think outside the box. This is Dream World. Yeah, think outside Dream the box. Dream World. Yeah. Uh, Dream World, I have 300 machines at least, so... <laughs> Mr. Well, all 300. Um, it's a game that hasn't been made yet, but in honor of our national holiday today, it's the Ed Robertson 50th birthday edition pinball machine. Oh, uh, God, what a uh, suck up there. Holy all right, no, no, no. I was just going to say the same wow, thing. Wow, brown nose around. Uh, no, actually, it's funny. David, Dennis, and I have the same one. It's Batman LE. I think okay. that's uh, that's the one. And is that what well, you've got a Batman behind you right yes, now? I, I can see Bruce. Yep, and I a nice shirt. He's wearing his Pinball Profile World Tour shirt. Very nice. He is. I do. Yes. Did you know Jeff Teolis won one of those uh, here? I think, he, I think he said it once or twice. I, I'm really, you know, it's hard to, you know, get the Humble. feel of that. Uh, Mr. Ron Howlett. I'll actually say 
a Iron Maiden premium. Okay. And for myself, I'm going to surprise everyone and go what I've always been saying. I want my Avengers. The Infinity uh, Quest. I want a. Suck I would love to have an LE, but a premium. A lot of Keith Elwins on here. You can get an LA. You can get an LA. You said any amount of money. Exactly. So I go LA. I do like the the artwork's growing on me on the side with the 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 glitter. And you said I had any amount of money. I'm going to take a new in box attack from Mars also. Oh, oh wait, oh wait, sec, hold on. I know what I want. I want a Q. A Q. A Q. <laughs> I know where there is one. You know, the there's sanctum. only six. Yes, there's only six. Oh, wait, can I change mine to Pinball Circus? Yeah, you could. Yes, you <laughs> <No>. could. <laughs> I love Any that elephant. <laughs> Everyone loves an elephant. So, uh, did I, wait, I didn't wait, miss Wait, I'm going to change mine. I want a what? deep root. <laughs> Where's a the su- pin bar? A, a super LE deep root. <laughs> Why did I have to say the pin bar thing? Oh, that is the best line ever. It's like now uh, everyone's, it's Hulk Hogan saying pin bar, not me. Yeah. We're, we should ask Stu McVicker maybe. Stu, what would Stu be picking? He wants Zingy Bingy. Come on. WWSD. What would Stu do? What would Stu do? <laughs> what game does Gene Simmons want? Yeah, what game does Gene Simmons want? Surely Stu wants a pristine 1978 Playboy. Hold on. Yes. Hold on. Yes, I'll tell <laughs> I want the new inbox jokers. New inbox jokers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Stu. He wants a new inbox oh, yes. jokers. He loves that I game for some that. reason. He does love that game. And I what love game that you're doing Gene this Simmons on a Sunday on? morning, too, uh, because here, here's Ron and Bruce, and uh, I know Bruce is a big Jets fan. Jets are playing, but uh, it doesn't matter. So he doesn't. He would rather do. I a don't fuck. even care. He would rather do a fuck than watch his New York Jets shit. I actually bit. can watch them today because they are on our local channel. Because I don't get to see New York Jets games because they're only in their local area because they're that bad, and they're playing the Bills in the Meadowlands today, or not the Meadowlands. It's actually called Giant Stadium, and uh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to. I'm not even. I can't even stomach that team right now. Yes, Burrow. So I will take a kiss, Ellie. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Thanks, Gene. But wait, if you take on. that out of stock, then that's less money in your pocket. That yeah, someone else so buy. look at it that way, Gene. No, I'll sign it and then sell it for fifty thousand dollars. Because I'm Gene Simmons of Kiss. Hey, uh, Gene. Gene, I have a couple questions for you now before you get off. I heard you're trying to sell your house in Beverly Hills. Congratulations, twenty-two million dollars when you bought it twenty years ago for one million. That's right. That's the KISS way. <laughs> that is the KISS way. I'm going to sign all the countertops. Yes. <laughs> this is where I had sex with this person. This is where I had the sex with this person. <laughs> I'm leaving the panty room intact. <laughs> Gene, Gene why, did you, why did you turn us down on Silverball Chronicles to read our outro? Why can't we get you on to do that? You didn't pay me enough money. Come on. He's contracted. He's contracted with the, he's a, he's a, only with the Slam Tell podcast. We lost Stewie because he had a little flaky flaw in his licensing, but we nailed flaky down Flaky flaw? Gene. Yeah, flaky flaw. Yeah, that's right, Bruce. You didn't ask me what my favorite game is. No, I did not. What is your favorite game, Stewie? Family Guy LE. It doesn't you even exist. <laughs> that is funny. So, what else are we going to talk about, kids? I wanted to talk on Inked. I'm going to talk about five. Inked. What? Inked. CPR. What the hell is CPR doing? I know. Let's <laughs> do anti. Let's, let's, yeah, CPR. It's, but, now, wait a second. But, let's, 
Let's but rethink kits have always been a great success in the history of pinball, especially with CPR. Titties. titties, titty kits. That's what they should just be called. Titty kits. Yeah, they should be with CPR's that. titty kits. <laughs> you Look may grab dimples. a boob here and a boob there, but you can never be boob without. Well, is it at least like really good art? You know, like the seventies. No, no, they're Photoshop. It's terrible. And how much did he want for that kit? Three thousand. Just I think like two thousand dollars for a kit. Badly Photoshop your titty. Badly titty Photoshop your Harlem Globetrotters. Only like what? Twenty seven hundred, twenty nine hundred. It's terrible. Then titty your Playboy, which seems kind of doesn't really make sense. And titty your firepower. Although the titty is a little more subtle, it's only on the plastics, but. I'm going to be straight up. It looks like it's stock photos from a porn or something. That's the kind of game Steve Ritchie wanted to make. Firepower, the porn version. Why Harlem, though, right? Why Harlem? No, They're... this is awful news. I have not heard of this, and I am very upset. I mean, honestly. Did you hey, see Steve... this yet, Mrs. Pinn? Hey. Bruce can no, so convert Christian, it for you and uh, send Dr. it Pinge, Dr. Pinn just showed me, and... Um, Honestly, okay, I would not be a huge fan of this, even if it weren't on a Harlem. But truly, you just heard me. It's like well, it's like my my holy grail right now. And, you and I just it. and I just <laughs> am not super excited about the fact that they're doing this. So well, can somebody send CPR a calendar and converted. show them that it's 2020? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just uh, sent the link to you there if you want to see all. They do have Woe Nelly as their cover photo on Facebook. Hello, this is Gene Simmons, and I've trademarked titty kits, so don't <laughs> use that. <laughs> we have a new addition to us. Hello, Joshua. From what's the, going on? What's going on, man? You're from the blah, loser. Blah. Now we got the whole loser kid podcast on. Yes, I joined loser. at the right time. The first I turned it on, all of a sudden I hear titties, 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 and I'm like, you "Whoa, hey. this, is the best, this is the best show since sliced." You know, did I click my favorites? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, you came in for what, titties twenty twenty. What's What's next? Pornhub. Is Ink going to be the first game that comes with Western Saloon Doors so you can put it back in that adult video room, you know, where the other people can't see it? It's beyond the beaded curtain. I hadn't seen this bloodlust for firepower yet. I'm sorry to uh, make you grace your eyes. Thank you, Steph, for They used to do that. What was it? Was it in, um, oh, was it Banning, California, in the Museum of Pinball, whatever they call it? They'd have the separate room. Yes. Where they had, yeah, they had like the sexy girl in there. and, yep, and the sexy yeah. girl and uh, Big Bang Bar. Like Franchi said, it was literally like the, the saloon door. It's like you went in through a curtain to play the <laughs> adult games. And... Yes. I don't even think you can get these in Utah. <laughs> no, they're out. They're out loud. But you can't wear your mask, so don't worry about it. So. Yeah, you're good, yeah. <laughs> so, no so booze, it... you know inked, but you can, get, you can wear your mask without your mask. I know Scott told me he was trying to buy one, and they, it says specifically right in the fine print when he went to go check out, it said, cannot ship to Utah. So he is no longer converting his Playboy to a Playmate. Now, we got we to gotta ask Josh, uh, you going to buy the uh, first Deep Root game with the uh, Bible studies and everything like that on it, you know? <laughs> Fire and brimstone. Say it right. Fire and brimstone. Yes. Are you going to buy that? I'm. I've got to see it first before okay, I Scott, jump on. Scott, are you going to buy it? And well, if I can be the devil and collect souls, then yes. <laughs> yes. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good idea. That is a good answer. We do, we do all these like Black Knight from the Black Knight's perspective. Yeah, we need more bad guy games where you're the bad guy and you kill innocent people. Well, CPR has another one coming out October 30th, and then another one on November the 6th. So you still might get that opportunity. 
Ooh. Yeah, now yeah. I'm committed to looking just to see, are they all going to be conversions, the titty edition? So given see, that, those given... Canadians are really bad up there. Well, I've been to CPR, actually. (laughs) CPR is about five hours from me in Halifax, the largest city on the East Coast here. And 400 people or 500? It's like like 500, yeah. Give or take. I've been there. That's why. I've got a a question. Sled dogs are in or not, right? Like... (laughs) I've got to ask Mrs. Penn, though. If if it came out with, like, a, a fireman calendar conversion kit for, you know, would you buy it? For the ladies, yes. Yeah. Only if you were on it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Are you a fireman? I didn't know. I didn't know. No, um, no, that would not interest me whatsoever. Yeah, I, I, so I just I pulled up uh, CPR's uh, website, and there's a new one that was just posted three hours ago. It's called Bloodlust, and it's got similar vein, like a, a vampire chick with blood coming down her chin. It's a conversion for 1980 Williams firepower. But my thing is, they're, they're selling these for how much? 2500 bucks for this one. Okay, here's the real question. What's the Who's chipping on this? these? What's the clear cutting? What's the chipping? Yeah, because is it chipping? Then, yes, then I will uh, buy it just so I don't have to hear about chipping anymore. Oh, I agree. They're what do you get with this glasses, kit? You get, you get an, is it just the decals or do you get the full play field? Play field. The full, you get the full thing. The, you even you get everything. Have you seen the toppers? Yeah. No. no. You will scream in absolute Pull rage that shit when you up, see them. Dude. Now, my, my favorite thing on Bloodlust is if you go there, and as you will, of course, want to put it in your shopping cart, you have an option. You can either go with original oh. black and white plastics or pimped. <laughs> they literally oh, call them pimped plastics? They call it yeah. pimped yeah, so gold, inked. black, and you got white. inked, Playmate, and Bloodlust. I mean, are they actually selling these things? Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, so, here's, the, here's the thing, they're right? They're offering like, them. They're... The, CPR has changed over from that old school printing on the play field thing. And, and now they've gone to like print to order direct print. Yes. So they can just have an inventory of these on a digital version and then just print them willy nilly. Yeah. And what I assume here, the custom plans now too. Right. So if you want to get your own custom one done, Mm -hmm. I'm being like someone made these for their own stuff. And CPR was like, we let us sell these. See, I think that's exactly what happened. They're converting Paragon. Did you hear that? No. Yes, they're making it into a Stormy Daniels edition. (laughs) 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 Oh my God, that's on my list too. Wowzers. Hashtag scissor flippers. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) This bloodlust isn't half bad. I mean, you look at the playfield, it's not as bad as uh, a Playmate and. uh, No, it's not. Playmate's pretty. The plastics are where the titty are. Yeah, exactly. That's where it's (laughs) at. But. There's Satan right there in the middle, like he wanted for for bloodlust. So if if you're looking for that Satan game, there you go. Hey David, I, I think you're you're right about the that they're now doing direct print. They're not having to screen, so they're able to do like one offs a lot more easily. But why are all of the like when I see this, I see inked and playmate and bloodlust. To me, it seems political. Like we're sending a message that we want the old ways back. Yeah, why it's, else it's are they playtime. all like that? They're all like this. Did, yeah, did it's Dave Crimson buy the company or something? Uh, didn't Dave Cr- he loves that kind of stuff? Franchi would know. <laughs> so when I when I um, Python sold, started this, yeah, I picked it's up Rama, a, a it's Swankarama pinball. 
I had a raven, right? So I took the raven, I fixed it up, uh, pilled it, <laughs> and threw it out. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. And then I sold it. I sold it online to like basically our, our Craigslist or whatever here in Canada. Kijiji? Yeah. Buddy picked it up and he comes in and I'm like, man, this is the cheesiest game in the 80s. And, you know, I can't. I can't really put it in. It's first of all, it's not very good. Second of all, it's not really appropriate to have in my living room where all my other pins are. Um, so I'm selling it, and he's like, "Oh man, I saw this translate online of this army girl in a bikini, and I'm changing that translate." And I'm like, "All right, man, this pin is for you. You're <laughs> in." So there is sad enough as it is, there oh, is yeah, a market gonna, for it, man. There's gonna be. No, I'm not. I'm not judging the, the markets for it now. But this is a, I mean, this is a, this is a produce, I mean, this is a company that's known for doing reproductions. They're going into conversion kits. They surely aren't naive as to the climate that now exists, the, the evolution of pinball. And, but all of this reminds me of those European translite sites where it's all just sort of like soft core porn. Yeah. And that's not what CPR's reputation was. So to me, I'm just curious, why are they embracing it? Because You've lo- you've launched three, and they're all softcore porn. They are CPR master of the titty kit. I'm just saying, yeah. If you're going with it, this pinball. is. I just if it ain't swanky. It ain't my pinball. <laughs> it seems to me, it seems tone deaf. Well, but think about it this way. I mean, we're looking at the used market right now, and the used market has exploded. Prices for the used pinball machines are through the roof, and so if you can buy an '80s pinball machine for two grand versus what, have you seen what is it not creature from the black lagoon but congo congo's up to almost six grand now it's like this we're getting out of hand with the used prices maybe they're trying to capitalize on the market because three grand for a conversion kit on a you know thousand to two thousand dollar pinball machine might be might be appeasing to someone yeah it's not first how many people are going to do all this work to it not many yeah true second how many it's people be, can do it first can do it want to do it and then the theme how many people are really going to want to have this in their house? I mean, it's not Fraggle Rock. Let's be real. No, I, that would be a great theme. That <laughs> would know. actually be a fun theme. <laughs> so I wonder if, if like, I called them up and I was like, hey, I really want a Fraggle Rock pinball machine. Just like, you know, hypothetically. How many tits do you want on that? <laughs> well, the average Fraggle, oh, the average Fraggle schmeff has four tits. <laughs> so you do the math, okay? But if I wanted them to do that, would they do that for me? I think if you pay enough, oh yeah. I want the total recall three tit version. If they have, I've already one. said that. They, they, actually have a form, they actually have a form on this website where they'll say if you have an idea and you want to work with us to do what they're doing here for the other ones. Please contact us. So they were they're up for it if you got the money. Okay. I realize it's 2020 and it's horribly politically incorrect to do all this stuff. But if nobody's doing it, then there is a market for this. Exactly. And I don't if people are buying it, that's the bigger market. How many do they have to sell to make it worth their money? You know what? We're, we're all high in moral and all that kind of good stuff there. What are the most searched websites? In the world. Hold on, hold on. You just said us. I'm not in that higher moral crap. Please <laughs> I, I'm just saying, Pornhub is his like homepage. Come on. We yeah, can't be naive to think there isn't a market for no. this crap. I, it's not. It sounds like nobody here, all of us, are not interested. I'm not interested in the artwork, but I think a retheming idea is a great idea. Yeah. It's just the taste. I think it has some serious potential. I just wonder about like the people who are they're designing these for. Like, who the heck are these? Who's doing the market research on these? Right. I I mean, 
I'm skeptic. I, I think there's a market for Amsterdam. Oh, but, I've been to Amsterdam. It's it's really yeah. bad. There there it's might great. be a market for this kind of stuff. I'm just oh, no, maybe. Uh, I would I think there'd be take. more of a market to retheme to like themes people like, though, not this generic stuff. Yeah, but then you got to yeah, license. But there's it. no. Well, yeah, you know, exactly. I was gonna say you don't have to. There's no reward without sacrifice. So yes, I mean they would actually have to invest some resources, unlike this. I'm surprised people are deep rooting this. You could get like you know like the Sherlock Holmes CPR retheme kit and stuff. All those like non-copyrighted popular themes. Like that would be a great idea. Go Disney right. style, just grab some stories that don't have, you know, you yeah. get the built in. But yeah. instead, we just get tits. Looking at what all comes with these kits, I, I am curious where where is the pin bar? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, look at the toppers. I posted them in chat. Look at how. Yeah, that first one's my favorite, the cabbage patch sure kid looking one. <laughs> so <laughs> they take come? this. I think now, they take the Stark button out and they put a flashlight in there. Yeah. Now I have a really bad thing now. Hold on. I have a really. CPR has actually gone one further, even worse than these three kits. They're now making Nugent Playfields, and we know how politically oh my god it is. <laughs> they are playing. They I are better making, give them a call. I know. <laughs> they are making Nugent Playfields, so that is so un- unpolitically correct. <laughs> it, hey, man, I didn't even know there's a market for Nugent games. There they're is. They're not like sought after. They're not bad. It's actually a it's fun Mike game. Mike Coven of um. Uh, see which fame. See which fame. Yeah. 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 is better. Like, have they but made every other classic stern already? Whoever would put that play? guy on an interview? God, you know, that's really ballsy, too. I got an I got an Easter egg <laughs> for you guys. If you look at the Beatles and you go down uh, right between the flippers, there's uh, all the song inserts. And, you know, each one's titled a different song. Right above that, there's a record player with some records. If you look at the lid, it's a flip top record player if you look at the inside lid the brand name of the record player is cuban oh nice there you go and that nice. was that was from george gomez because i was going to put gomez on there and he said no put cuban in there that's cool that's that's respect i think he said that on the uh, expo video that was pretty cool so yeah you did yeah but, uh, i always do something there, like that but like you know, I that's did, pretty... uh, on the uh guardians of the galaxy there's uh there's a nod to uh um, oh god, I forget his name now. Who did the artwork on uh, Batman '89? Name some big pinball artists. He's one of the big ones. Perez. Nope. Kevin O'Connor. Nope. Oh my god, Chris Zombietti. No. No, 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 no. Yes, Ferris. Paul Ferris. So on the on the '89 Batman in the in lanes, the two in lanes, he's got the Batmobile coming in on one side and the Batwing coming in on the other side sort of following the the travel lane on guardians of the galaxy. I put the good spaceship and the bad spaceship in those same areas just as a little nod to, to Ferris. Is it hard to get Easter eggs in? Like does the, the manufacturer say, Hey, what's this? And, or do you it, just try it to depends. pass it? Like I, on the Beatles, like I, I just for no reason whatsoever, if you take the left orbit plastic off underneath there, there is an actual beetle, a beetle bug, and on the back of his, uh, you know, shell, it's got like a British flag painted on there, and it says "Made in England." And I don't even know why I put it on there, but I did. But they didn't question it whatsoever. They're just like, "Why is there a bug on here?" They, they didn't say anything. But they didn't so, say anything to uh, Presley or Rachel Bess or anything like that. No, they said nothing. Well, they didn't know. You know, they didn't know who they were. It's better um, to ask for forgiveness than permission, right? Yeah, yeah. Even on on the uh, on Guardians, underneath, if uh, you know, when you in the shooter lane, there's a ramp. And if you take that ramp off underneath it, it says, you said it, we're the Guardians of the Galaxy, bitch, or whatever that line is from the movie. 
Now they're, you know, it's a Marvel product. They're huge. And I'm putting the word bitch on there and they didn't, I don't think they still knew that it was going to be under a ramp. It was, you know, it was just visible on the art and they approved it. Yeah. I think on Avengers, I think there's an ant under one of the ramp flaps or something that's under there. I think zombie Eddie showed that. It depends. It depends on what you do, because like um, on the monsters underneath the stairway, I put the uh, Grandpa's Play Ghoul magazine. You know, you know which what? Is... You got to check out these CPR ones. What are their Easter eggs? Oh God! People buy them. <laughs> they, they should have a counter for everyone they sell, so they should definitely win, and they should have celebration when they get to double digits. <laughs> well, by the way, Gene Simmons, you need to uh, trademark titty toppers right about now. Already done. Already okay. done. Of course. <laughs> They're available on kissonline.com right now. Hey, kids, I got a boogie. Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't stay very long. It's just And also, too, with COVID, I can't be in this large group. You know, it's too big. Uh, it's outside my bubble, uh, the Canada border. It's It's been closed. So uh, it is good to see all of you. Uh, we're Skyping, and I can see Franchi and Scott and Dennis and Bruce and... Uh, it's nice to hear everybody's voice. I hope everyone's doing well, and uh, thanks for the invite. Baby Yoda says bye-bye. Bye-bye, <laughs> oh, Good to see you, Jerry. Bruce, your your headset seems to be muted, if you're, even if you're... Uh, yes! I must have bumped it. He's ah. bumped it, he did. Oh. See you later, Schmeff. Jeff oh, Deal's no. left. Okay, let's get those Zeppelin pictures back up. Yep, back yeah. up. <laughs> but uh, uh, Nugent, you know, that's pretty surprising that they actually made that play field. Eh. Yeah. Eh. I, 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 um, what's the word? Whatever. I'm scared to sort of admit this, but one of my best friends is the drummer for Ted Nugent right now. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, fine. I have no problem with that. I like the, I like the pin. I, I don't think there's as much controversy redoing things that already exist. Yeah. But I mean, does CPR continue? It looks like they're going to have two more games out in the next two weeks. Uh, if they're, if someone's actually just already like done this art, cause they're doing these conversions. And so CPR isn't having to pay the artist to come up with this stuff. Then, I mean, I guess so. Why not? It's not costing them anything. They only Does have it look to good for that company. I don't think particularly, but I mean, CPR is not like a normal manufacturer. Most people are only turning to them to, to, you know, clean up, uh, clean up their games, you know, trying to, it's like, it's a parts place. It's not a, it's not like a, it's not something that's really consumer oriented to the mass, you know, to the masses. Or are they taking any heat for this, or, or are people saying, just yes. mumbling? Yeah, uh, because yeah. I mean, I, I think the they're getting the heat that we work. have here, right? That's we we are the like, you know, the podcasters and the folks <laughs> on Pinside and stuff. Is Nobody else. I mean, is, but at the same time, I've seen a little on forums, and that some of it is, yeah, the uh, the kind of cheesecake art nature of it, and again, what that. But again, they're not selling the they're not selling the games. Outright, I think more of what I've I've read in terms of complaint has been in the Mrs. Pin vein of why are you taking a classic hit like Harlem Go- Globetrotters and turning it into this? Yeah, why aren't they doing this to like uh, Stellar Wars or something? Yeah, yeah. What about why not Stellar Wars? <laughs> or Where, Where's the pain bar? <laughs> where's where's, where's the Orbiter One conversion? That's what I want. Yes, I'm making a conversion kit for Hercules. <laughs> Xena. Yeah, that would be cool. Bugs Bunny. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just don't think this is the time or place anymore for this kind of stuff. I hate to say it's just. Well, yeah, you know what? This might be the perfect time to bring this up. Wanted to do a Betty Page pinball machine. And the reason why, yeah. the reason why is because she's an idol to 
as many women, I think, as she is men. It's a very different scenario with her where people don't look at her and go, oh, that's smut. There's women who consider her a hero and, a, you know, like a sort of a feminist, uh, you know, right. idol and different things like that. So would that go over? Would something like that go over these days or would they just blanket it as like, you know, no, that's smut and, and that's unacceptable? Well, there's, right. a, there's a line between classy and trashy, right? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think I think that that could be could be a flop depending on how you costume Betty. But you'd have to have the the center page or the centerfold Betty page on there at some point, right? I mean, it's not like going to be a fully clothed Betty page. Yeah, yeah I well, guess can't... so. I don't know. I I mean, yeah, I think yeah. that that would go over like a box of rocks to the head. Honestly, I agree. I think if she were still alive and you were to work with her on the pin. That like could have made it, yeah, that, could that, made, yeah, that could make it acceptable. But given that she she has passed away, it would be seen as a as a man coming in and finding a way to do pinup art. Would okay, it now. count if I worked with her in the past? Because I did when okay. she was alive. I don't know. Did you tell me that Will is I well, need a pinball machine? It, I have assigned, maybe I have maybe if you work with the family, says, though. you're a wonderful fellow. So I'm if I'm a wonderful fellow, you can't be mad at me. <laughs> Draw me like one of your Batman girls. <laughs> oh, I want dude, you to be you... put me in the picture, and then Look, later on we'll go into that 1912 Model T. <laughs> you have not lived until you've had a phone conversation with a 75 year old woman about pubic hair. Let me tell oh, you. Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah. let's go devil's advocate. <laughs> Was Elvira the newest one proper? Was it what proper? I didn't. I didn't see public blowback to it. But I, I don't I think surprised. it was proper though. Again, for now in 2020, speaking. and yeah, because they say that she knows it. it was acceptable. I, I was on why record. Why is it acceptable in one? That I'm right. down below devil's advocate. Why is it acceptable in one circumstance when it's not in another? Because Agreed. Elvira owns it. She had creative input. She she was basically a major influence right. in that. It's not, oh, let's take this lady with pretty titties and put her up. No, that's part of her act. She has the she has the power. She's the one in control. When you're just taking someone out of context and without them really having the explicit consent and control, that's when it gets dicey. But because of Elvira's character, because Cassandra has that control over it, because it's done with her blessing and her input, it's fine. But how do we not know that these models were done just for this? For the but, I, I mean, in most paid. of the... In most of the cases, it's because, I mean, we're talking, you go back to things like Paragon and stuff, save the slave girl sort of things. It's, mm-hmm. we, and it's an all male team doing it. It's a, it's a male fantasy that's being portrayed. And there were commercial reasons for them to do that. But as Steph noted, when you have someone who is, it's about them, it's their content. If they want to be sexy, it's not an issue about whether or not something looks sexy. It's about who's, who's setting that definition. Is it some, is it a man coming in saying, this is how I want women to be perceived? Or is it a woman saying, this is how I want myself to be perceived? This, yeah. That's how I interpret it. But don't forget, it. most people don't see both sides of that, though, either. Sure. That, and that's the problem I'm having. Not the problem I'm having, but the problem I'm trying to bring up is people can see Elvira, and they don't know that she was behind it all. You know, they Most people from outside that know from pinball that she's very involved with the game. She does all the speech. She does that kind of stuff. If they're just looking at the pinball machine – and that's why they had the nudity or the you know the uh, the inserts for both the original two Elviras, where it covered up her cleavage, and now they see it again, and it's 2020, and they don't know that she's behind it. 
is that still a good thing to show? I'm sure I know someone it's part of will take marketing. issue with it. I mean, considering that someone made a boob cover-up for her in the first two games, yeah. which I personally think like, is hilarious. Like a little knitted oh, so, sweater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they actually have the sweater up. model, you know, where it just covers up everything up to her neck, you know? <laughs> I mean, isn't oh, no, art always going to have a degree of controversy when it's in, in a risque field, though? I mean, yeah. you're never going to make everyone happy. with. I think, uh, Christopher could tell us more than anyone that you yeah. can't please everyone all of the time with a, oh, with a oh, creative yes. work. Well, according to Bruce, you can't please anyone any of the time. Is that yeah? That's my that's my favorite Bruceism. It is. That's the and it works, doesn't it? That's how I live my life, Bruce. People tell me, Dennis, I just I hate everything you've done. I said I can't please anyone any of the time. So we just have to accept that. (laughs) Franchi makes the best chalupas in the industry. (laughs) (laughs) But but I guess going back to like what Franchi's saying, though, could you could you do any? female that has passed away like marilyn monroe i mean marilyn monroe is very i, I think you could do that very classy do you think there'd be something for that as well well the problem with her i think is that a lot has come to light since her death about how she was manipulated by the system and all that so gotcha. th- that's not quite the same whereas betty page was you know, no one was telling her what to do. She just did it. She, she, she was, was in control. Know, yeah. Yeah. It was what she wanted to do. It was her freedom that, you know, and, and that's why I think so many women, you know, look up to her. It's, it's odd that, that women would be like, you gravitate to a pinup, but, um, you know, she, I mean, and her hairdo, like she just set so many, uh, trends and all that. That's why I think that might be the only case where you can take something. Well, and Elvira, there's there's probably a few more out there, but that's why I always thought that Betty Page would work because if you understood, you know, Betty, you know, if you read a book about her, read her biography or like that, you you'd understand that she's, you know, she's basically a mirror of Elvira. She she was in control. She was doing her thing. That was that was what she wanted. So, um, unfortunately, you're always going to have the people that. Yeah, yeah. Marilyn was was just pushed around, and you know, here wear this, dye your hair, change your name. Yep. Gotcha. That's not really being in control, you know. Gotcha. Unfortunately, and unfortunately, drugged half the time to do her stuff that she had to do. You yeah. know, she yep. was, and then she was put on a pinball machine, and then taken off, and then taken off. <laughs> so yeah, it's just it. I don't know if how many do you think CPR is going to make at ease? If they're selling, there's no reason Single to stop less than five. Them, yeah. Yep. I mean, they have, what, like eight blank spots right now? So yes, underneath, yeah. Unless they're shooting blanks uh, with the rest of them. <laughs> it's going to be a little that many. CPR with, like, the Sharpie original I, I can't see them selling. Well, I mean, just given the price and everything wrong. and that you're you're turning a, a classic like Harlem or Firepower into some nothing theme, I I think that they sell less than 10 of any of them. Yeah. This is the 70s grandpa who back in the in, – like he's 70 now, but was collecting Playboys in the 70s. I mean, it really is in that vein. It's a very targeted audience. I don't really see anybody really under 60 buying these things. Get off my lawn, you bastards! <laughs> Give me that Playboy first. Yeah. I, bet, I mean, even even for that sort of collector, I think it would be for a lot of them. Just uh, it's a might be a bridge too far to take their 78 Bally Playboy and turn it into generic Playmate. I just yeah. No, no. Uh, I, I they would buy another one. I, I I think they would buy. You know, it's it's the guy who buys a, um, who wants to fix up an old car. I mean, they they specifically look for that project car, and then they do it themselves. Yeah, I'd rather buy Harlem Globetrotters, and if it was a rat, restore it to a Harlem Globetrotters. 
you know. And, I, and that's where go I, through the trouble. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where I think most people in the hobby will be. It's because you're you're bringing back a piece of history. Then you're not tarting it up. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody somebody did this conversion themselves, and now they're just posting it on the did, website. Did they? they did they though? We don't really know. It <laughs> looks <laughs> bad. I'm just imagining someone who was just like, I bought Photoshop and I've here. I yes, that's this what up. it looks like. Maybe I, maybe I could sell it, but I'm not actually going to do it myself. I've never owned a Harlem in my life because I'd be like, where, where, where are the sound ROMs? Where's my inked sound ROM? I should be able to hear that tattoo gun going when I start that, uh, push that start button. <laughs> Where's my Beavis and Butthead game? That's what I want to know. Where's my that's, Beavis and Butthead oh, kit? That bridge has uh, well passed. Or no, 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 sailed. no, no, bridge is no, wrong. no, 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 wrong. Ron, Bruce, wrong, wrong. Chris from Cointaker and myself, we're going to get something going here. We're going to get we this thing to. made. It's going to be back on the air again next year. Exactly. Maybe, maybe after that, if it's a big enough hit. Yeah, that, that's that's what they got to wait for. That's the thing. Ron, what would you convert to a Beavis and Butthead? What would you be really willing to sacrifice? A willing to sacrifice? Uh, Raven. Gilligan's Island. <laughs> no stars. Gilligan's Island. Every I like the play field. If you can go to Gilligan's, it'll yeah. still suck, though. Yeah, exactly. Stars is a great game, and you'd want to go back and play it more yeah, and more. Different, so different rule set. Game. We come up with a new rule set. We got a cool toy. Oh, so you're going to do a Fulvy theme with oh, yeah. band rules. Yeah, yeah, band, well, yeah. Mike Judge has to come in, uh, you know, do the voices. <laughs> you know, come on. Will you voice my one-of-a-kind game, yeah. please? Hey, that ha- well, that happened for Metallica, but, of course, James Hetfield was the one who asked for it, so, yeah, he voiced it, but I don't know. Um, and the other thing is, you know, if if they actually did a Beavis and Butthead pen, my only question would be like, is is Mike Judge doing the voices? Is he on board? Because if he isn't, then I have no interest. Because he literally is every voice. So if you don't have him, what's the point? Yeah, well, but you know, you've but there's got some a accomplished sound alikes. I don't care. No, well, it doesn't got work. A bounty of of shows that you can tap from, and then just yeah, but it's just a clip show for a couple hours. No, yeah, no, but just and then just rent them out and say, okay, now say something really pinball specific. You know, uh, you know, just get a handful Jackpot! of those and then hey. send the TV stuff. You're like a pinball wizard or something. Hey, Beavis, he drained cool. his ball. You <laughs> <laughs> <He> said ball. <laughs> what the hell? You've been pulling my plunger, boy. You know, it just that'd be a great game yeah, too. Come on. Ah, you got a jackpot. You're going to score. <laughs> I scored. Are you the boys that been whacking off in, in my tool shed? <laughs> you know, that's the problem is what, what would be if you were going to make the Beavis and Butthead game? What the hell would the would be the wizard mode? What would be the whole rule set? Rules? Where we go, we don't have rules. <laughs> the whole point is to score. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. I mentioned this when we had Keith Elwin on, and he was like, well, there has to be a couch. And I'm like, oh, perfect. You can just repurpose the mech from Simpsons Pinball Party. You're, you're in. <laughs> There's going to be a switch mode. Wizard where... mode, or is that a frenzy? Yeah. Well, the switch mode is totally just, just uh, butthead just giggling. Or, or Beavis uh, giggling. Well, it has to be Cornholio mode, or Cornholio multiball, or something. It has to be. Absolutely has to be. But what would be... You see action button for frog baseball? Like action how many button. Because <laughs> what did they do in, in a video game? They had the console game. The whole the whole point was to get to a Guar concert. Yes, it was. That's, that, that was the whole thing. And, and it had two alternate endings if you got... There's one you got to watch Guar. There was another one that you could actually get on the stage with Guar. Then there's the Atari one that me and Bruce played, which is just a button masher. Which, if you get to the end, Bruce, do you remember the two options you have at the end of the game? Yes, uh, it was to go... Uh, no, I don't. Not fully. I, not enough to explain Destroy it. Destroy Earth was yes. one of them. And the other one was Visit Uranus. 
Yeah. And the planet turns around and it's just a big butt and they fly into it with their uh, toilet spaceship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> See? Why am I laughing at this? What the hell? Good, clean, the best fun. option. Yeah. <laughs> well, we tried both of them. I got it on film. I'm telling as as heartbroken as I am, I still would have rather had Venture Brothers. <laughs> Who? Venture Brothers. Who are the Venture Brothers? The Venture What's Brothers. That? Oh, you guys never oh. watched Venture Brothers. It was on Adult was Swim for good. like oh my gosh, seventeen like years. Two episodes. And they got tired of it. So awesome. And they didn't get the last uh, series or the last season, so yeah. kind of well. ended that anger, But it's hilarious. Oh well, it's it's very well done. Too bad. It's hey guys, we got to run. I am you got so the sorry. To you got to take care of that stuff, man. <laughs> I know, you know man. <laughs> I, you know this toilet paper like quarantining <laughs> thing is just really, really getting. Could be dairy. Could be dairy. Uh, <laughs> it could be. It could be. Uh, yeah, like a nut allergy, maybe strawberries. I'm not sure. Let's see. But Thank we have you guys to. Uh, I know we got to go run and like actually see if our children are alive and like you know minor details. And <laughs> I'll send you like some that. pictures of a nice go- go- uh, a globe trotters I have. For that sale, sounds so. like Can't such a good it. plan. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having us on. That was a lot of fun. Thank Thanks, you, guys. My lover. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Team America World Police. I want that game. Yes, we do. I, I want that game. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be funny. Shit on your chest, multi ball. (laughs) Freedom isn't free. (laughs) You have to get all the songs. Yeah, you have to have have the whole soundtrack. America, fuck yeah! (laughs) What? What would? What would be the raunchiest game you can think of? That That would be up there. (laughs) It would be. That's right, Gary. I would like another South Park with all these seasons, not just the first three. Like you know, really in a play field that doesn't suck. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be its own. It's got to be within the universe. A, a totally all new story for South Park. They they could redo Family Guy. There's so many. There's so much um, uh, controversial topics that they've done on that one. Do you think we should go back to maybe a Family Guy where they did multiple artworks? Multiple. You, you mean Family Guy and Shrek, where they repurpose yeah. games? Do you think we should do that on multiple games now? I still think it would it wouldn't be a bad idea uh, when they are doing an original theme like a dialed in and then saying like at the time it's like here's dialed in we sell it for six months meanwhile we work on the new art package and and display setting for the licensed version we got and you maybe sell that for a few hundred more to pay for the license I kind of wondered if that would work but otherwise it seems like it's just better to move along than to keep reusing the same play fields. I mean, people complain that Metallica and Guardians are too close to each other. I, I don't know. But they didn't they reuse anything and... off either game. It was just the guy, designer just saying this one worked. I'm going to tweak little tweaks and make it better. That's yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the Borg, Borgs all look like Borgs sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's the problem. Wasn't there a conversation that. that Dialed In was going to be rethemed? Yeah. Well, I think that was, I think that was like I, people like me I, just making I, up a like a dream of it. I think no. that was wishful thinking. No, yeah, yeah, that game sucks. There was conversation. <laughs> Who the hell would own that game? Dialed in. Dialed in is awesome. Well, if you can convert it to Playmate, I'd, I'd buy a dialed in. Playmates totally now. Playmates with the dialed in. Oh, well, with, the, with a scantily clad girl, you have to hit her. Yeah, I'm waiting for the CPR <laughs> titty kit to save my dialed in and make it a better game. Wow, imagine what the cell phone could show you. Oh my. Oh my god. Like text, like sexting would come across the, the cell phone instead of. The- no. 
No, that cell phone would be Pornhub. Really? You're actually logging into Pornhub. Oh, <laughs> and you're looking at your Pornhub. Just dial uh, 1-800-BONER and talk to yes. girls live. Can you imagine the ticker going on the bottom of the screen and all kinds of stuff? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ron Jeremy, not arrested anymore. Freed. <laughs> well, you found the theme. We have found a new theme for, for uh, Dialed, dialed In. in. <laughs> Poor Dialed In. Best shooting game. No, it's not. Oh, please, people. Everyone, get on my side. Tell him he is wrong. I got some great research for my uh, Lawler episode with uh, Ron on Chronicles when we start talking about Dialed In. Some great quotes from Mr. Lawler. Obviously, I haven't been able to play Guns N' Roses yet, but I, I do agree with Ron. I think Dialed In's Jersey Jack's best playing game, of, and I've played all the others. Oh, God. Zach. Hey. Zach. What? Help. Hey, Bruce, I'm, I'm with you. I wouldn't have Dialed In. I thought Thank I was going to be interested, and I played it, and I walked away. Me too. I, I think every Jersey Jack since Dialed In has been better than Dialed In. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. So they aren't great, but they're better. I played Guns N' Roses and dialed in, and and I'd go for Guns N' Roses. I played Wonka. Well, Wonka, I don't know. I like Wonka. It's not that bad. It's it's Hanging not bad. up on Ron's segment here. Yeah, Ron, well, you, we got we got to change your taste in some games. The games kind of suck. You can't. We have to change your opinion on have games you, you like. Have you ever thought about maybe liking Dialed In and then just hating it? You know, kind of a bad girl sort of thing. Yeah, bad girls is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I'll take a bad girls. Okay, okay so Franchi, getting back, you said you played uh, Guns N' Roses. Did you play the yeah. standard edition? About an hour and a half ago, we were asking about the standard edition yeah, being no, better or worse than the LA. LA. I've not played the standard edition. I've only played the LE. So I have nothing to compare to. I think I played the standard edition, the pro edition of uh, Avengers, though. Yeah, uh, did you like that? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was lots of fun. You know, I'm not your the guys going to go into all the details on the the code and all that kind of shit. I, I kind of <laughs> me kind of hate code. You know, I love the monsters. What does that tell you? So yeah, I'm like um, you, Franchi. I'm like you. But but as far as like you know, what I look for in a game is is is, is it fun? Is it interesting to look at? Is it got a lot of toys and fun junk in it and all that kind of stuff? You know, and it just make does it make your three minutes you know worthwhile? Or are you just too busy trying to grab points? You know, I I don't play that way. So while hold on, I hold so on, I can't hold on, Chris, Chris, hold on. Yeah. You said three minutes. You're giving yourself that much time. Come on. <laughs> well, I thought we were talking about sex. Right? Oh, we're, damn. Uh, we were okay. talking about it's Guns and Roses, so he's probably got five multi balls going. So he's, yeah, exactly. Five multi balls. Multi ball. Yeah, multi ball. I noticed that too before it became a thing. I'm just like, what's with all the multi balls? But I mean, I don't. I don't mind. It was fun. No, but that's, uh, that's yeah, Avengers. Thing. Yeah, Avengers is good. It's uh, it's definitely uh, you know pinball enthusiasts will uh, truly dig it for many reasons are you, are you saying that said, are you saying the shots are very satisfying you feel very satisfied once you walk away from the game <laughs> i mean did they not get out of the park with that game or what <laughs> yeah i mean it's a home run it's a or, home or was run. it a swing and a miss <laughs> I, got, I got a new one to add to that list 110 i'm just gonna say this which is what canada says every five minutes if you listen <sighs> to those episodes i'm just gonna say this i'm just gonna say this Party foul. Well, of course, you're just going to say this because you're about to say it. So, yeah. <laughs> oh man, Pimp world under glass. <laughs> Did you know he coined that phrase? Yeah. Okay. Retweet. <laughs> yeah, 
Preach with Okay, we know Ron's Ron's dream theme is definitely Beavis and Butthead. Of course. What do you guys have as a dream theme? Think about oh, it for a few seconds. I've got a list as long as my arm. One. I'll go, I'll go first while everybody's thinking. Okay. Monster cereals. Yes. I would I love like Conchocula, Franken, or Frankenberry, and Berry. Blueberry. Definitely Beavis and Butthead. Betty Page. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween. What else? There was more. Damn it. I, I never think of these things when people ask, and then I'm sitting around at home, and I'm like, oh, damn it. Fucking goddamn bastards. <laughs> yeah. Who else? I was just uh, oh, Rocketeer. I think Rocketeer would be fun. Pee-wee. Pee-wee Herman. <laughs> uh, that's, I'm good. Move on. Someone else is good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Home yes. runs. Drop the yes. bat. I just I just love that movie. Uh, my wife and I last night actually watched uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Mm, okay. You know, a mm. little more obscure, but. Perspective of, of the favorites. thing. Mr. Creasel. Uh, if I was to do dream horror, I'd do Halloween. If I was to go and say take an, a theme from the 80s, like a Ghostbusters, I'd say do Die Hard. If I was to say do sci-fi, I'd say do Dune. And I would say, if I wanted a comic, I want Wonder Woman. I like your Die Hard. That would be really cool. I think Die Hard would have sold gangbusters back in the day, and I think it still would. Does Dune still have, like, like Sting on it in his underwear or something in the artwork? No, I'm thinking with the, <laughs> with the new movie. The, the new, new movie. Oh, the new movie. Out. Okay. If the movie's successful, I def- I could actually truly see Stern going in and saying, let's do Dune, especially if they try to decide to do more than one movie. Janet, Joshua. Would you dig Fifth Element? Ooh, Fifth I, oh, Fifth Island would be great. I love Fifth Element. Remember, it was supposed to be the Star Wars of my generation. Yeah. yeah Joshua. Was Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, well, they can't all be winners. Oh, my God. Hey, I tried that. They wouldn't give it to me. I, I still think I, I really want to. I don't know. I think Legend of Zelda. I think we haven't really done the video game avenue for a while. And I think Zelda would do gangbusters just because you look at the the numbers on the top franchises and it's one of those top ones. Would you be so. willing to, would you be willing to voice link for us? Yeah. <laughs> Josh, you know are it. you a big Zelda fan? All the way, man. I have every right. game that's been made. I, so I got a tip for you then go to your, go to your local Hallmark store and they have this really cool metallic gold Zelda cartridge Christmas tree ornament available right now. I'll have to pick yeah. that up. Very I think I've shared on the Eclectic Gamers uh, Facebook page before, but one year for Halloween, I dressed up as the gold cartridge as a kid. Yes. <laughs> wow. yeah, the whole, what like, game like, was originally supposed to be Zelda? Uh, Gladiators. Gladiators. Scott. I want a Rocky Three. Go mm. Adrian! Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there is a pinball in Rocky Three. Well, there is, actually. So I was watching it last night when I was uh, on call, and... Yes, it was interesting because I wasn't into pinball when I first saw it before. And when Polly's walking through the arcade, one part of me died because I know those kind of arcades don't exist anymore. That fun night uh, activity that people go to. And I saw all those and I thought, you know, I played the Rocky pinball machine, but having the Rocky three would be the problem is if you want to be all of the Rockies, then some of them are good. Some of them are bad. You kind of dialed it, dial it into the one show that you go back to all the time, and having a you know a Clubber Lang uh, LE version would be awesome. Oh. <laughs> hey, 
Yeah, and he's hungry. Yeah, I'm a little surprised. Why did you pick three? Because like most of the time when I hear people talk about Rocky, they either talk about Rocky four, yeah. you know, because you got to beat communism or Rocky one and two, because you know, Rocky one is the classic. Say Rocky one and two. So um, because I had a lot of time on call yesterday and I watched Rocky one through four, it really one captures that 70s feel like that was me growing up like I totally got that. But three, it seemed that that was I don't know, it was probably when I was a teenager. It was in that that moment where, you know, it's still a, a, a story and he he fails and comes back. And I don't know, it just seems like a, it's something I still think about uh, in in life is trying to uh, maybe finding a flaw in your personality that you didn't know you had there. You know, like when Mick was setting up all those opponents that weren't that good, but Rocky didn't know it. And so I, I think We're that that's really deep into Rocky. Yeah, this 3. is really I, deep. I, I, I didn't realize it was this deep a movie. Of time <laughs> but I, but really, I mean, Clubber Lang was he was perfect for that for that role, uh, Mr. T. Obviously, I love Mr. T. And I that that film itself made his career. Do so. you have a prediction? Pain, pain. Yeah. yeah. Well, the best is when Mickey's like. Uh, he, he, he talks about he, I want to fight him. He's like he's a wrecking machine and he's hungry. That's the best line. <laughs> Do you ever notice when he throws the throws the bottle at the uh, the Rocky machine that it has no score windows whatsoever? You don't actually see yeah. the score displays till what? it breaks because it's a prop. Yeah. What game did they use? It wasn't a Rocky. Oh, I I used to know this. It was an old Gottlieb, but I don't know which mm-hmm. one it was. I know there's people on the call who know. I feel like Zach should know this. Can I phone a friend? Zach knows everything. <laughs> I don't know anything about Rocky. Oh, okay. That's my Rider. only blind spot in the world. Oh. oh. We found Zach's one weakness. It's a Gottlieb. Come on. No, sorry. It's I a wide body Gottlieb. I know that really narrows Gottlieb. it down. Gottlieb made a lot of wide bodies around. Is, par- is it Paragon? Uh, Haunted House. No. Black Hole? No. Bruce knows it. I know it. That's why I'm not saying. Yes. I'm a room for everyone. Pink Panther. It kind of fits with Slam Tilt in a way. Alien Stars? Not a wide body, no. is it? Yeah, and that's an 80. That's an Stars? 80, Sadly, no. People, yeah. if they're still listening to the podcast at this point, are shouting it out. How do they not know this? They are not there. Your <laughs> listeners don't know anything. Oh! <laughs> Again, the opinions of... Uh, no. I know you've similar. told me in the past. Yes, I have. I, I have said. Say it. Say it. The penis game. Oh my yes. God! Force two, seriously? It's force yes. two. It's the penis game. Penis so they just game. put penis in Rocky, is what you're saying? I didn't even remember force two was a game, so I never guessed. Oh, that. you were better for it. I'm sorry for reminding you. Zachariah, Zach, your pick. I think it's Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo, cartoon. I haven't seen any of the ones, so I don't know. Maybe they're good. He wants the Scooby Doo where they're actually not ghosts, and they catch them at the end. Yeah, with, with or without Scrappy? Oh, without Scrappy. Without. It's Zach's choice. I'm just saying without. Oh, no. Uh, if there's like some mode where you just like make fun of Scrappy, that could work. <laughs> A Scrappy bash toy. Or like when you drain on the out lanes instead of like Nedry laughing at you, it's Scrappy. Oh. Daphne pull off the mask and it's like it's Gary Stern <laughs> <laughs> it's Jack Girardi <laughs> I can smell the liquor from over there yeah. oh. Vodka, here we come 
Okay, uh, so, like back to Dennis, the uh, the funniest Venture Brothers episode is when they had the Scooby Doo type of people in there, uh, the mock-ups. And and Fred was like this abusive guy who was like driving Daphne around, and uh, and Shaggy was freaking out because he's like, "Am I the only one who's understanding this dog? What's going on?" It was a great episode. Miss Steph, your pick. See, most of the themes I would go for will never come to pass because yes, I don't think girl. JRPGs and anime are that mainstream. That's why they only have a section in a bookstore usually with that in there, you know. You never know. If they if they want to like make an anime theme, like if they want to do Full Metal Alchemist or Sailor Moon, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um assuming that I can actually buy it. Mainstream but- going band pin, I'm still down for Linkin Park. Okay. What, what JRPG would you want? I was going to say the Tales top grossing fr- franchise okay. of all time is Pokemon, and they have an anime. I mean, that's $92 billion. In the, I mean, it's a big market that people underestimate. Oh, sure. Yes. Well, it's it's very dated. Cowboy Bebop did incredibly well yes. in the U.S. Aesthetic yes, the pin. Well, at, at that point, Helsing would also be aesthetic the pin. So mm, Yeah. Ninja I'm gonna scroll. I'm going to add oh, on Ninja David. Scroll. I have that one on DVD. It's <laughs> oh so my god, do you really? Yeah. I love it. I I'm going it. to add on to David <laughs> Dennis's uh thing and I'm going to actually state instead of just space balls, it has to be all Mel Brooks movies. Each yes. mode is a movie. So you even have Blazing Saddles, you have Young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. No, I, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. I think Frankenstein. they yeah, a new pinball yes. company. It's like spooky pinball, but it just makes only Mel Brooks. Oh, that would be incredible. Oh, Magic Blazing Saddles the movie. That would be, oh my yes. God. Yes. I'm I would surprised pay... that Blazing Saddles isn't a homebrew or something by now. Oh my God. It would, I'd laugh my ass off just, just listening to the you know the beginning parts. And if, it, if they put that out. on TV today now, it'd be four-minute movie. Done. <laughs> yeah, they, they cannot Anxiety. do that movie. They cannot do that movie. No. <laughs> that almost would almost lost pick, me a $400 though. hand cart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or Bruce, you only want it if you hit the start button and he says, excuse me while I whip this whip out. This out. <laughs> Ludicrous speed. No. <laughs> you know, all these, the great one liners. What are you surrounded by get... assholes? Yeah, She's exactly. gone from suck to blow. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you chicken? Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That a give. No, it's no, pronounced. No, he was just in a coal mine. Look at his hands. Look at his ball. <laughs> it's pronounced Igor. Yes, Igor. Oh, walk, I just walk this way. Those are some <laughs> wonderful, nice knockers. Well, thank you. <laughs> the all Jews black and white art in on space. Young yes, black and white, black and white art package on Young Frankenstein. Yeah, yep. just rip off the monsters. We're Jews, we're Jews in space, defending the world, defending the world. You know, that was just a great song at the end of uh, History World Part 1. The first art critic, you know, Orson Welles can be narrating the game part of it. That's perfect. We could add the pork and beans frenzy, you know, where everyone's sitting around yes. the fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's all, all, every, yeah. every bit of that is still better than David frickin' Attenborough. <laughs> the producers, you know. The, oh, it'd be great. I'd be yeah. loving that, but that would be a. Everyone's got their dream themes. Some might come to per, pass. Some might not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> what? <clears throat> what? What's what do you going want to do? 
Yeah. As far as uh, I was asking some other people this, I want to get you guys' uh, opinions because you're a well-rounded bunch. And I grew up with like alternative music, so sometimes I think I might be skewed. But I kind of think that the Ramones would make a good music pin. Am I the only one? No, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be have awesome. to be, have to be a they, Steve Ritchie pick, kick in the ass kind of game. Yeah, they're very flow, fast flow. They have a, they kind of reach a lot of different people. You know, even my parents know Ramones songs, even though they don't know who's singing it. But you know, well, it's like the, it's like the Beatles, though. You know, the Beatles, people hear their songs and they don't realize it's the Beatles. I think it's the same way through Ramones. I mean, heck, they just had the Ramones song in the new Spider-Man movie. I think it's classic teenager. It speaks to that generation, no matter what generation you are. I think it'd be great. Yeah, they're like kind of the forerunners of pop punk. Also, we could just have Rock and Roll High School the pin at that point, because wasn't that the movie? Rock, 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 uh, yeah. Rock, rock, I vaguely rock. remember that from my childhood. Then you'd have to have PJ Souls up on the back glass and not the Ramones. They'd be in the background. I'd go for just straight Ramones. Imagine, I mean, like if you des- if you designed like the alley, like Supreme, where it was all black and it just had that presidential seal logo, the Ramones logo on it. Yeah. How sweet would that be, you know? I mean, if we're going to go all black, isn't that going to be more Spinal Tap, non-blacker? <laughs> the answer would to the also question be is, how cool. much more black could this be? Is there a smell the Spinal Tap mode? Be... <laughs> yeah. What's... Well, there's also going to be a life-size Stonehenge toy. Stonehenge. Stonehenge. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be just sandwich. about... It'll be just... I mean, I guess 18 inches is still too tall to have clearance but i mean but you're not as confused as them are you <laughs> it says right here eight inches high well, i would be more upset if i weren't so heavily sedated yes <laughs> hey remember how somebody came on before and said like you know the jets are gonna lose to the bills right now are they winning they're winning 10 nothing what wow yeah. What, well, what quarter is it? Second There's still quarter, time. Almost, almost oh, half plenty time. of time to blow it, Bruce. Don't worry. Oh, I guarantee they're going to blow it, but, you know, it's just funny how some people. Well, they're playing the only true New York team, Buffalo. I oh, love my here. Jersey Jets. Yeah, okay. As long as you know they're Jersey Jets, that's fine. Who'd yes. win between the Jets and the Lions? <laughs> oh, Jets, Jets would lose, definitely. You think so? They're the yeah. only 0 yeah. 6 team right now. Oh, you know, I think the Lions actually had, they came, they came one game from being a complete zero goose egg season. They won one game. No, they've won two. They're two and three right now. No, no, I'm talking about right now. They had a season, a full regular football season where they only won one game. So the Jets Jets have zero and 16. No, they have not. They've done one and 15 against uh, Kotite was their coach and they fired him and I danced a joy dance after that one. Rich Kotite. Oh, yep. And after they too. fired him, it just led to a renaissance, and they started a team perennial winner. <laughs> they actually Dynasty. made it to the AFC Championship a couple times. Wow, that's wonderful. But they lost then, didn't they? Yeah, but at least they made it. Oh, that's a good attitude. That's the kind of attitude a fan of a loser team would have. Yeah, what are you, a Giants? Uh, I don't watch football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a Yankee fan, see, so anything other than a world championship is just failure. Just complete fire. I have a world championship. Oh, oh you do? Yes, the Jets are one and zero. That, that's true. That's true. Uh, I hey, I'm at least. I mean, you weren't alive when it happened and never got to see it, but that's fine. 
I think said I was that old. One moment of Joe running off the field, wagging his finger. You got it, baby. That's all I need. Doesn't the, actually the, the San Francisco Giants combined with when they were originally New York have more wins than New York Yankees? Or am I wrong on that? Not even, no. Yankees have like 20, what is it? 27 world championships. 29, 29 championships. 29. I think it's 27. We're going to 28. Hold on. Steph, the other big Yankee fan here. I'm sure she'll, she'll set me right if I'm wrong. Mm, My ability to trivia is not anywhere near yours. So well, I I can name all their championship winning years. I could do it very quickly and you could just count them up. If someone wants to count, trust me. The only reason I remember 27 is because when we were going back, when we were going for it back in 09, that was Girardi's um, number. number. David's face is totally, why are we not talking about hockey? I love (laughs) hockey. Hockey rocks, baby. 23, 27, 28, 32, 36, 37, 38, Oh, wait a minute. Someone just put it up in chat in front of me. Well, I was right so far. Damn it. Oh, uh, 77, 78, <laughs> uh, 96, 98, 99, 2000, and then what was it, 2009? Yes. Is that the last one? Uh, no, hockey is hockey rules. Devils, baby. Rangers. Hey, you Red Wings fan when they were oh, good. Between you and Keeler. <laughs> us Ranger fans have to talk shit with you all the time. Rangers. Oh, uh, Wizek, Wizek. 1940. Oh, uh, that's yeah, not the last be, year be, they won, you idiot. I know, but guess what? It's gonna be four. It's gonna be 54 more years before you win it again. You're okay. almost halfway there. I bust out my wife out all the time. Mato, Mato, Hey, three cups, one cup in the past 70 years. I'll take that any time. Man, who hasn't won since the 40s? Oh well, no, the the no, they, they've won. <laughs> He's trying an insult they've that wor- would have worked in '93, but doesn't work now. Yeah, but guess what? It still works because you still have not had a championship in 27 years. Me, like I'm on the team. I, I never you're understood on the, team. the, the sports thing where team. you're a member of the team. You're halfway. The team to doesn't your, give a shit about you. you. They'll leave for another you're city if they futility. Can, you're halfway to your futility of it was before. Bruce, do you like, hate Mark Messier? I hate Mark Messier. Mark Messier is awesome. I hate all those. (laughs) He's the savior. And guess what? My wife is the hugest Rangers fan. She has a tattoo of the Rangers. I have a Rangers jacket. Does that count? You have a Yarmir Yager tattoo with the mud flap hairdo going on. I hate Yager too. But I hate him (laughs) when he was in Pittsburgh. You hate a lot of people, Bruce. It's not Brodor, baby. Brodor, best goalie ever. Martin Brodor. I think you need to open your heart to kindness. Yes, open your heart to kindness. No, they let the hate flow through me. Yes. Your, your hate does make you powerful. Yes, it will. Yes. Yes. I was going to say, you guys are all talking about like your teams winning all these championships. Come move to Utah, where we've had one team combined out of all the sports we have won one championship. So. Wait, okay, wait, but when the, you there hasn't your, been a real team. When you name it, your, your team the jazz that's a problem right there <laughs> okay they are not the jazz sorry real salt lake is a real team and they took on david beckham and the la galaxy one of the hardest it's like if the jazz won wait against michael jordan soccer that's pretty bad that's, bad. that's pretty bad team. <laughs> but still okay but our rugby team's awesome okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get them started team. on lacrosse yes <laughs> 
All right, hold on. Checkers. Two guys Pickle from Utah here. What, what should they change their name to? Because Utah Jazz makes no sense. They were from New Orleans Mormons. originally. So they were the Call New Orleans, Orleans Jazz. And change Saints to Jazz and Jazz is, you know, yeah. Yes. It's, okay. It's easy. It makes sense. But the Jazz. Wait, no, actually, we'll, we'll swap with New Orleans and we'll be the Pelicans. Oh, oh what a terrible name. That's a terrible name. I remember when I was in high school and they started having expansion teams and and they had some of the worst names like Orlando Magic. Like really? Just yeah. just magic. magic just magic. magic. Or or Miami magic. Heat. Like okay, we literally couldn't think of anything, so it's hot in Miami, so we're going to call them the Heat. <laughs> okay, but New the Orleans LA actually Clippers, should be the Paper Clippers. The, yeah, the New Orleans should be the Voodoo. That would sell a billion jerseys. Nice. Jurassic I, Park uh, was a big deal, so we just went Raptors. We're like, ooh, yay, Steven Spielberg. That's actually a good name. That's a no good one name. Do voodoo like she do. Yeah. yeah. Name your team after an animal or something. Don't name them after a weather condition like heat or something. Well, Unless it's the typhoons or something or the hurricanes. Yeah, we just made fun of the pelicans. Yeah, cyclones, hurricanes. Yeah, that's fine. The Moncton beavers. Don't name them after animals that are stupid. <laughs> no, you gotta do it after cute things. Like, yeah, like Everyone Miami knows. Dolphins. Think about that. You're a Miami the Baltimore baby seals. Miami <laughs> Dolphins. You are a football player, and you have this cute little seal that looks like Flipper on the side of your helmet. How embarrassing is that? Think about flipper, it. Flipper, well, flipper. They could change the names of the Redskins. That's available again. Yeah, Wombat. exactly. All the, the Canadian teams beat the crap out of those seals. Why didn't they name the Redskins? Rename them the Sunburns. The sunburns. It would have worked well. <laughs> we have a town here in Utah called Beaver, and their mascot's the Beaver. So when you yeah. go watch Highfoot's, you know, the Beaver Beavers. There you so. go. The new NHL team for Seattle's name is Kick Fucking Ass. What is it? <laughs> the Seattle the Kraken. Kraken. Oh, the Kraken? Oh, it, it actually, That's legit. That, uh, that promo video was really good. It was yeah. real. I was like, wow, I want to I wanna follow this team. To bring it back to pinball, when no, I go to when shit. I go to Allentown, the Allentown show, they have a minor league baseball team there that has one of the best names I've ever heard. Iron Iron Pigs. Yes, the, the Allentown Pigs, yes. Iron Pigs. We have one of the best ones here, the Albany River Rats, and our logo yes. was this big rat that looked like um, horrific Chuck E. Cheese rat. <laughs> yeah, like that, the form. Yeah. you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looked like Devil's, it. It was the Devils team for the longest time yep. before they changed. And they moved to like Florida or some shit. Boo. Yeah. Okay, like I said, we're gonna end this up by singing to Dennis. All right, what are we gonna sing to Dennis? So you can hear what real voices uh, oh. singer sounds. <laughs> the Pina Colada song, so the official song beautiful. of Until Podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How about the Macarena? Oh God! No! 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 He was a showgirl. That's oh yeah! Thirty years ago, where's my Barry Manilow pen? You should have a show. Now it's a disco, <laughs> but not for Dennis. <laughs> He's getting ready to <laughs> disconnect from the call. Today's TPS. I think Zach tried to sing Radiohead. I'm not quite certain. Oh my God! I'm just a sweet transvestite. <laughs> now, that would be a good theme. See? Oh, yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I, I tried to bring that up earlier when Scott was talking about Rocky, the movie. Oh, uh, I know. But, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, you know what? Awesome. I can't name names, but I'm going to say that I spoke to a very high-up pinball person, and we were talking about themes, and I said Rocky Horror, and they said too gay. And I'm like, really? What? Wow. Oh, no way. The only part huh. would be the hard part would be probably still in main day would be the uh, what's his name uh, 
Tim Curry? Tim Curry? Yeah, Tim Curry Was scenes, it? you know, with the outfit on. That would be a little hard to show off in a... Well, that wouldn't be would the only though? hard part, but yeah, I get you were saying. Yeah, it'd be like the risque <laughs> part, like, you know, him dressed up in drag, you know. Yeah. Some middle that's America a, that's would be spooky going game. like, no. That's a spooky game. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. That's a spooky yeah. game, 100%. Well, I listened easily. recently to uh, George Gomez do an interview, and he said that he worked on Satan's Hollow, and that game did not sell as well because of the whole Bible Belt thing. Oh, yes. In the uh, South. Yep. It had his joystick on it, the official George Gomez joystick. That sounded really bad right there. but Yeah, you're, touching, you're <laughs> talking about George But it's Gomez true. Gomez. It's the Gorf, Satan's Hollow, and Tron joysticks are the same joystick. That's, a, that's George Gomez design. That's the one where you have to cup the bottom. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, and you play with the trigger really well. Uh, well, the trigger's right on the stick. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. All right, Ronnie, wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to wrap this up, Bruce. Okay. See you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, let's say hi to the friends of the show. Hi, Zach. Zach's here. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hi, Steve Bowden from Fumma Bonus. Who is busy at a tournament, I believe. Oh, we did get one letter. Do you want to talk about that now, or do you want to talk about that next show when we have a real show? When I have a re- so this isn't a real show? Did you just insult all the guests? Why don't you ever they're, say they're hello to me? By insulting, you know, you know. Yeah, we, we, well, he, he told me I can't. I want to, but but I can't. I'm slightly offended. I never get a hello. Oh, I'm not allowed Dead to talk too much Dead about your hello. show because you know I feel like he's he's held back from plugging our show, and you stole Stewie from our show, and now you want to steal Gene. What the hell am I supposed to be? I'm supposed to be happy about this? No, not at all. <laughs> I can come back whenever you want me to, Bruce. Whenever you want me to, I'll be here for you. Oh, Bruce, there's plenty God. of space over at the Super Awesome Studio. Come on. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And their ratings are way with... higher than ours, too. Yes, they are. We get 27 gotta, people now. I got to say, though, it feels pretty legit to be on the Clusterfuck. This is pretty cool. Like, right. you're not you're not like the coolest podcaster till you've been on with Slam Tilt and Clusterfuck. So I know, I know we've made it now that we've been on here. You're, you are now the We're end. Slam Tilt. We, yes. don't, we don't fuck here. No, or no fuck yeah. around here. We don't fuck at all. We're getting close to award season, super awesome pinball show, and loser kid. Ooh. You both are the ones scoring all the major interviews. Is this going to be a bloodbath? Is this going to be the media war we've been longing for? All we no, care because... about in this, in, in this, uh, all of us, the only thing we care about is Twippies. Yes. Frenchie, Frenchie. <laughs> oh Promise my God, me. I need a Twippy so bad. Promise That's all me, we care if about. we win, you come up on that stage and you break our Twippy for us. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, see, here's the deal. You can't win because we just recorded with Jack Danger. And we're recording with him on Wednesday. And there is a little shout out to you guys at the end. Okay. (laughs) Just remember that it was done all in good fun. All right. Oh, my. Okay. Well, whoever, whoever wins the Twippy, I want you to come up and like have a peel off vest like they do in like the 90s uh, basketball things and have the, uh, the Tim Curry outfit. Yes. I'll do that. No, I'm going to quit. If I don't win it, I'm going to quit. Well, what we need to do is all. We need to pool together because here's the problem is like we're all going to have like all of our friends voting for us and all that so that we're all going to have these little chunks of votes and then Canada's going to fucking win again. So if we can pick, you know, a name out of a hat and everybody vote for that podcast, we might have a chance. If you notice, we always tell people not to vote for us. Nope. Everybody just vote for for Chronicles and we'll all be done. There you go. (laughs) 
Wow, the shortest show Hello. around. What the Blame, fuck is that Blame all about? <laughs> uh, loser kid, can you do me a favor? You're yeah, interviewing yeah. Jack Danger. Yes. Ask him when those um, what are they called? Uh, yeah, Dennis knows where I'm going. Ask, ask him when the video capture cards are coming out for the Sterns. Yeah, when's the video capture cards coming out with his name on it and the higher price and everything? He's I can't wait to see how much they're going to cost. You know, I have to do that. I still yes. just don't understand why they don't make them themselves. I, I, I don't get it. Well, you got to put my branding on there so I can make more well, money. Yeah, and... Stern is making, I mean, Stern is producing them in-house. Yes. That Actually, they have produced them in-house. I, I, I have one. I have one. I was, I got the first batch that they, they sent them out for sale to flipping yes. out at least. And so, um, Zach sent them out to a whole bunch of, of streamers and, and sold some and they were all shipped by the time Stern tried to pull it back. So yeah. the ones that went out, went out, they're fully functional. It's a done product. It's not, it's no, not, it's not. it doesn't have a sticker on there saying, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. There isn't any, there isn't any branding on the board. It's yes. just a very simple. There's board. going to be. Oh, That's there's going to be, gonna be sure. a lot more money. I just don't understand why it's taking so long. They're waiting for it to die waiting down. Waiting to die down. That's the only thing I can think it's of. It's die down. Because when it comes out and it's like $100, you're going to be like, oh, well, wait a minute. You can, you can, wait, a, you can wait another 12 months. No one's going to forget that they were for sale for 40 They're going to be $149.99. Oh, we're ending in the typical slam tilt way. That's That's good to end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought the typical slam slam till it was the eBay listings. Where's the eBay listings? <laughs> no, that's only when you come on for the regular show, which you'll oh. have to be on soon enough. Anytime. Ooh. And if anyone actually still has this show on at this point, it's amazing because we're at. What about a game you like, game you hate? Well, Bruce could say name the same game twice. So <laughs> I know he does. I know. No, no, no. I always out. say dialed in is bad. So don't worry, we got that covered. <sighs> my my favorite just slam till episode is the bad game. Is where you guys went and stole every segment from every other podcast. <laughs> yeah. And that was just the episode. I think Ryan C was on that. I think that was his oh, that idea. Was fucking classic. I got to give him about credit. That. We're like, how are we yeah. going to top this one? And we're like, oh, we're just going to steal every fucking segment from every other product show. Yes. That was, it was pretty good. Though I'm going to guess your best show was, uh, uh, listener wise, was probably your Lyman interview. That is yes, correct. I agree. Yep. That is correct. I mean, he's actually said if we want him back on. Yeah, and then head to head got him on right after that. After he hadn't been in an interview for ten years, we got him. We're like, yeah. And then like yeah, two weeks later, he's on head. Like, God damn it, damn yeah. it, we can't get any exclusiveness here. Nope. Oh well. Maybe we'll get the ones on together one of these days. The ones. Wait a minute. Now there's the more ones. than one. There's the ones. the ones. Ray and Keith. Yes. The ones number one, and the other ones the one. The one. There you go. Boy, uh, it, it takes a lot to get. You know. But if you have the, the one and the one, you also need the number two. <laughs> and we have oh that's a great idea <laughs> one plus one you equals said two. number two <laughs> duty <laughs> duty actually bruce one in the one i've already trademarked sorry you can't use that either oh my wife just got me good things kit kats Ooh. mint dark Minty chocolate dark chocolate kit kats and pecans let's say kit kat duds no pick yeah duos Duos? Oh, duos. Oh, I thought it said duds, too. I thought it said duds. Oh, yeah, duds. You know you're a northerner when you call it a pecan. Pecan. No, I like grandparents from the south, and they called them pecans. Define south. Georgia. Okay. Are they going to say south. southern Jersey or something? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. The, southern, the southerly realms of Trenton. Yes. <laughs> the Pine Barrens. <laughs> All right. With that... um. 
Thank you to all our listeners. This has been episode Thank 153. Until next time, say goodbye, Bruce. I don't have a fucking name. Okay. I've been only on for two and a half hours. I have not done That's shit. That's been way longer than two and a half hours, but yes. Okay, say... <laughs> Hold on. Everyone else, say goodbye. Yeah, goodbye, goodbye. guys. Goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye. 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 Yeah, Bruce say goodbye to me fucking for once, you bastards. <laughs> Parting is such sweet sorrow. <laughs> I miss you all. <laughs> Quick, let's go for another five hours. Yes. No, no, no. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my.